Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Rick Budd, and in Port Ruby, I'm the Game Master. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on Twitch TV slash QTimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to PowerPlay, NPCs of Port Ruby, or as I am contractually obligated to call it by Sam DeLev, Power, Plazers, and Feelings. Um, I'm Rick Budd, your Game Master, uh, and this is, uh, these these four incredible people who look a little bit different tonight, you might have noticed, are uh, Sam DeLev, usually our Cadrax Eversinger, Omar Najam, typically our Vion Vigor, Caitlin Bruder, often our Benny Beckett, and uh, B. Zelda, most consistently our Ulez Galley. Uh, but tonight they are none of those people. We will we will get to who they are tonight. Um, they are all playing uh, beloved NPCs from the PowerPlay universe. We will get to who they are specifically a little later. Um, for now, I want to throw a special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everybody at Q Times. Uh, it is only because you awesome people do what you do that we can do what we do. So we love you. Thank you. And uh, normally your subs and your bits help support Q Times. But this month, Subs and Bits will be going to the Rainbow Railroad Charity, an organization that helps LGBTQ individuals escape violence and persecution in their home countries. And uh, Jake, because he is totally awesome, is donating 100% of Q Times Twitch profit to them this month. So be generous with the bits and the subs. Um, and usually your donations to the tip jar help support the people on this show, our Feed the Cast Fund. Uh, but because this game is a reward that y'all unlocked uh, back during our Super Villains of Port Ruby charity game, this one is on us. There is no tip jar tonight. Save it for next week or something, uh, though you will still get a lore drop at the end. So that's that's still happening. Um, and while there is no chip jar, tip jar, you can always uh, support the show by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos or sharing tweets and just helping us generally support the show. We appreciate all that stuff, too. Uh, and uh, you can get PowerPlay merchandise now. Um, there are t-shirts and stickers with Caitlin's incredible character art on it. There is the season one, season four, and season six versions in the app, and the stickers with the, uh, the logo by our good buddy Hector Lowe. Uh, and those are available at the QTime Stream Elements store. Uh, we'll pump that link into the chat for you. And now the game we usually play here is called Icons. It's published by Ad Infinitum Adventures and was created by a cool fellow named Steve Kenson, who you can follow on Twitter at S. Kenson. But tonight, we're playing something else. Tonight, we are playing Lasers and Feelings. Uh, and Lasers and Feelings, inspired by the music of the Double Clicks and created by the incredible John Harper, uh, the, the guy who brought you Blades in the Dark and a bunch of other cool games. Um, you can find him on Twitter at John underscore Harper and Lasers and Feelings is a free game that you can find on John's website, 17design.com. Uh, just search for Lasers and Feelings. It'll take you right there. And it's a one pager, easy to play. We're going to go over the rules in a second. Um, but for now, you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG on Twitter and Instagram. PowerPlay is available as a podcast for the podcast Incline. So check that out wherever fine pods are casted. And that's the announcements. Time for power play.
Uh, so, Lasers and Feelings is usually a space game in the vein of Star Trek. Uh, for obvious reasons, we have relocated the action to Port Ruby, but otherwise we are playing with the exact same rules, uh, which are these. Every character has a number from two to five. A high number uh, means that they are better at what we call lasers tasks, like technology, science, cold rationality, calm, precise action. A low number means they're better at feelings tasks, which are things like intuition, diplomacy, seduction, wild, passionate action. Uh, and whenever something is in doubt, the player will roll a d6 to find out how it goes. Uh, and uh, they can roll a, an extra d6 if it is a task that they are prepared for, and another d6 if it is a task they are an expert at. And uh, I'll tell you, I will tell the players if they are prepared or an expert, I'll let you know how many you have. If you don't think I got it right, you're welcome to, you know, argue for why you should be considered prepared or expert at something. Um, you roll your dice and you compare each die uh, to your number. If, if you are using your laser skills, you want to roll under your number. So, you know, if you were doing like a technical task and if you're using your feeling skills, like trying to talk somebody into something or take a, you know, wild passionate action, uh, you want to roll over your number. If none of your die succeed, it just goes completely to crap. Uh, and I'll tell you how things get worse. If one of your die succeed, you you barely manage what you're trying to do, but it's at some sort of complication or harm or cost to you. If two die succeed, you do a good job. And uh, if three die succeed, uh, you get a critical success and you get some sort of extra bonus something or other. Uh, and if you roll your number exactly, you can ask the GM a question and give you a special insight into what is going on. You can ask a question about pretty much anything short of how do I win the game? You know, like, you know, and, uh, and I will give you at least some sort of insider help. And uh, if you want to help somebody uh, before they take an action, just call out you want who you want to help and uh, say how you want to help. And then you'll make a roll like as if you're taking your action. And if you succeed, you give that person an extra D6. So like a person who is prepared and expert in the task who got help can roll four D6s. So that's four chances to succeed. And that's it. Those are all the rules. And uh, yeah, so it is the morning of Friday, October 8th, 2021. We are at the apartment of Abigail Fripp. Uh, the apartment shared by Abigail and Kadrax Eversinger. Uh, Abigail, you are asleep in your room when you are roused by a panting sound. I roll over and put my hand on Dog's snout. It's and, too uh, early. It's too early. It's too oh, early. Oh, oh. I'm not closing it, but I do put just like hand on snout. <laughs> and, and, and as you're feeling the snout, you can feel that Dog is carrying something uh, in his mouth. It feels like his leash. The alarm is going to go off, and, and I roll and look at the time. In like two minutes, you're so <laughs> competent <laughs> at time. <laughs> And he kind of hops up onto the bed and starts oh. licking your face. Okay, 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 okay. We're going. You win, you win, you win, you win, you win. And she'll get up uh, yeah, and, and she'll get ready for the day. Get, you get look at the clock. It's like it's it's 6 a.m. Cadrax is not home. <clears throat> you have no way of knowing this, but they are out helping the team deliver Tony Greaves to the DOI and neutralize the chemical he was buying from Toxic. Uh, and... Uh, 
as you were, you got ready, and as you were walking out the door uh, with Dog, your phone rings. You look cool. at the face. It is your mother, Gracie Fripp, played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Hey, Mom. How's it going? Uh, it's it's going. How uh, how are you holding up? Um. Oh, we've been okay. Uh, Caden's been very kind. And uh, I'm just about to take Dog for a walk, and um, just doing my best. How are you? Well, I'm doing my best to sort out eight million business tasks and things that have to be done with your father's wildly complicated estate. Um, I just got a call from Robert Snow at New Connection Bank, uh, you know, right by you in Baronsdale Heights. Uh, he he needs one of us to sign some paperwork concerning some business the bank had with your father. I'd really like to get this kind of thing done. If you have time to do it this morning, I would really appreciate if you could just drop by there real fast. Yes, yes absolutely. No worries. We've we've got this. And she looks down at dogs. We've got this, right? Yeah, we've, yeah, we can do that. Um, we'll do walks. Yes, we'll do walks, and then we'll go do boring paperwork. Okay, okay. Yes. Is there anything else I can no, do for you? you? I don't want you to. You know, this is all so. Eh. No, thank you so much. Uh, I will try to keep this, you know, I, I will try to keep you out of this as much as I can, Abigail, um, but I appreciate the help. Okay, if you're sure. But we're here if you need anything. Okay? Thanks, babe. Okay, talk to you later. Have breakfast. And as you, and as you hang up and head out with Dog, uh, we're going to shoot over. Uh, to the apartment that serves as the headquarters of Quantity Mechanics in the Briarhood neighborhood, uh, Briarwick neighborhood of, uh, of Avalon. Briarwick, sir. Uh, and this is also the home of Terrence and Molly Darnell. Molly, you are preparing to head down to Carpa Storage in Yard Hill, where you're almost done helping your pal Ula's galley rebuild their ship. But before you can get out the door, your father, Terrence Darnell, played by Orlando Jones, uh, comes rushing in from his office. Hey, I got some great news. Uh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Okay. Remember when I told you my old pal Andre Long is a loan officer at New Connection Bank in Baronsdale Heights, and I yeah, was talking yeah, I with recall. him. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking with him about a business loan, so we can take Quantity Mechanics to the next level. Well, like, like, like they're going to invest in us. Well, they're going to give us a loan. He, he talked to his bosses and he thinks we're a shoe-in. Uh, and he needs one of us to go down there this morning and fill out an application. And he assures me it's just a formality. I was thinking it should be you. Now, partially because you're already headed to Baronsdale, but also yeah. partially because I think you should be taking over as president of the company. And this is the kind of thing that presidents do. Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> I know we talked about this earlier, but I wasn't really... Today? This is going to be a today thing. I, no. I have a lot kind of... No, it's okay. It's okay. I can... I can... I can. Um, we can make this work. Um, I, I think I just have to call Ulez. Cancel. Yeah, no, this is... I know you really are nervous when you're not oh. dealing with science and technology, and, and, and I know that's where you're at home, but you can do this. You can do this. That's a, it's a lot of responsibility. And like, I, I planned maybe in the next three months to really start looking at the exact steps that would be necessary to make this, this transition. But you're going to put this on me t today and, and now. Well, you know what I always say? There's no time for the future like right now. 
Oh gosh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, that's that's fine. Um, where 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 do I have to sign the stuff again? I I need to get this down. New Connection Bank, Baronsdale Heights. It's right on okay. your way to Toronto. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. And like a very like quick hug and rushes and yet, out. And as you head out, uh, now we are going to zip over to the Baronsdale neighborhood of Wrighton. Uh, this is where Will Walton was living back when he was a fighter at Combat Club and where the team fought Pain Brain and Fast Blast. But more importantly, it is where the apartment of everyone's favorite night shift librarian, Pete Alameda, is located. Pete, um, you just got home an hour ago. You ate some leftovers that Amira left in the fridge for you. And uh, you are just settling into bed when your phone buzzes. You look at the face of the phone. It is Marley Dang, the day shift librarian uh, at the at your library, played by Kelly Marie Tran. Marley, how's it going? You found that copy of Greek painted pot- pottery I left for you. I did. Oh my god, that was great! But but, but oh god, thank God I caught you. You're, you're not asleep yet, are you? No, no, no. I couldn't sleep yet. What's going on? Oh, thank God. Uh, you know how today is the day we're, we're having all those underprivileged kids come in for the Reading is Fun book giveaway? Yes! We've been collecting things for it for a week now. I think yes. it's going to go really, really well. You've got this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm trying to live up to the standard you set. But funny thing, um, I forgot to pick up the book donation drop box that we had in the lobby at New Connection Bank, uh, you know, over in Baronsdale Heights. Is there mm-hmm. any chance you can pick it up and, and, and run it on in here? I'll be your best friend. You already are. I will oh. text you. Just as soon as I have that, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm about, uh, halfway into my clothes, clothes, uh, on the, on the way out, sort of jumping, trying to get the pant leg. She's just like, thank you, Pete. Oh my God. Has anyone ever told you that you're the best? Cause you are like the best of the bestest in the, in, in the, the whole best world. I just, I, I, I don't even know how to say it. You're, you're so awesome. It takes one to know one. Oh, Talk to you soon. And as you get dressed to head out, we go to Ruby Village in Avalon, where we head to the posh apartment of Nina Harmon, reporter for PR1. Nina, you are all dressed and about to head out to work at PR1 when your phone rings. It's Stella Combs, played by Laura Dern. Is it now? Um, I look at it and laugh a bit, take three breaths. Let it ring one more time, and then I answer it. Hello. Nina, hi. Stella here. Hi, Stella. It's so good to hear your voice. Oh, I'm sure it is. Now, you know how you were supposed to do that big interview with uh, Port Ruby Ogres quarterback Steve Blouch this morning? Mm Mm-hmm. Well... As anchor and head of the newsroom, I decided it would probably be better if I did that interview myself. But but don't worry, I've got something else for you that's almost as good. Do you now? New Connection Bank in Baronsdale Heights just had a 102-year-old customer named Mabel Carver break the record for coming in with the most penny rolls in the bank's history. And I told them... 
you would go down there and interview her in the lobby this morning. Sure, it's it's not as high profile as sitting down with a handsome, beloved, world-famous sports hero, but the bank thinks it'll be good publicity for them, and I think it'll play nicely as a feel-good story on tonight's broadcast, so make sure you get the story, okay? I'll do my very best. I know you will. And then she hangs up. Uh, I hang up, and in the front of my apartment, there's like a vase with a bunch of like dried like branches that are decorative. And I pull one out, and I just crack it, and I look in the mirror, and I take three deep breaths. Okay. And then I um, drop the two broken bits into a bowl that has a collection of broken bits, and I leave out the apartment. (laughs) And you head out. And uh, down at New Connection Bank in Baronsdale Heights... um, it's still pretty early in the morning, you know, right now, maybe 7.30, 8 a.m. But the bank is already fairly packed. Uh, the lines for the teller windows are long. The waiting area for people who want to open accounts and talk to loan officers and things like that is overflowing. Abigail, uh, you are standing in the middle of the lobby trying to figure out where to go. Dog is gently sniffing everybody who walks by. And uh, that is when... A- oh, did you bring dog? I should have asked. Um... Like, is this like a big all day thing? Like if, if it's going to be a big stressful day, I don't want dog to have to, you know, be big stressful day around a lot of people. Or is this just like a quick errand? Like what would Abigail assume this outing is going to be? (laughs) I mean, your mom said you were going to take care of some paperwork. So it's like, you know, probably figure, you know, an hour, maybe, I don't know. Oh, well... Yeah, we'll bring dog. We'll bring dog with. As okay. long as as so, long as dog is allowed inside, I don't want to leave dog outside for an hour. Yeah, dog is okay. gently sniffing everyone who walks by. She says, and, thank, uh, you being, "Thank you for being polite. You're being very uh, good." Uh, okay. And uh, I don't know who I'm supposed to talk to, but we'll figure it out. It's fine. It's okay. And and just right then, a man in a dark suit, played by Stanley Tucci, comes trotting up to you, Miss Fripp. Yes. Hi. I'm Robert Snow, the manager of this branch. It is a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. She'll hold her hand out to shake. <laughs> and, and he shakes your hand. First of all, I want to offer you and your mother my sincerest condolences on the loss of your father. He was a truly great man who always treated everyone here with dignity and respect. Thank, thank you. Yeah. We're, now, yes, we're dealing. Yeah. Now... We just have a few quick matters to clear up concerning his accounts. It shouldn't take more than half an hour. Okay, okay. Now, at the exact same time that this is happening, um, Molly, you are sitting in that line waiting to talk with loan officers, and it's all rather packed. And then another man in a dark suit, this one played by Forrest Whitaker, comes right up to you with a warm smile on his face, and he says, Molly, that's you, isn't it? Oh, uh, hey, um... Oh, I don't think I have the right prescription glasses on. I'm so sorry. Uh, you don't know me. I'm Andre Long. Uh, me and your dad were in undergrad together back in um, a year that was so long ago, I don't feel comfortable saying it out loud. Uh, uh, but I've seen many pictures of you as you were growing up. Oh, good. Yeah, you've seen me in all my best stages. 
Um, <laughs> how, how can I help you? Well, you're going to be in charge of quantity now, huh? Oh, you know, yes, yes. I, I haven't made any, like, uh, official announcement, and I've been running through multiple scenarios in my head in order to make this as, as like, a successful transition as possible. Um, but I'm, I'm just uh, a little worried. Do you... Um, uh, yeah. Super exciting stuff. And I bet your dad is very proud of you. Um, just hang out here one more minute. I'm going to go get the paperwork and then we can go over to my desk and we'll get it all filled out. And I'm going to get you that loan. Andre, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, I'm just like a little nervous about this, but it, it's going to be fine. Uh, there's no way that like a, a transfer of power could ever go wrong. I just, you know, my goals, do you don't have time to listen to that right now? Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll just wait here. I'll be right back. And then I'm, I'm happy to listen to anything you've got to say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 20, 20 minutes. Okay. Go ahead. And, and he heads off to get that paper. Now, while those two conversations are happening, Pete, uh, you enter from the street and you are looking around the lobby for that book drop box, which you do not see in a security guard. Let's say he's played by Jason Sudeikis. He's wearing a name tag that identifies him as Kevin, uh, walks over to you. Hey, can I help you find something? Hey, Kevin. Yeah. Do you know if there's a drop box at this bank for books? I'm, I'm with the Baronsdale library and we're doing a reading today. Huh? Book drop box. Don't remember yeah, seeing probably about this like big box shaped. No, oh, might hmm. have some books in it. You work at the library, huh? I do. I'm the night shift librarian. So you probably read a lot. Never as much as I'd like. You know, I just read me one of those Michelangelo code books. Because uh, I just finished the first one. And uh, I was wondering, do you know... I'm not sure why the cryptograms prove that it was George Washington who helped the aliens build that pyramid beneath the White House, as opposed to, say, like John Adams or one of the other presidents. Could you explain that to me? Well, what do you think it is? <sighs> well, I was assuming, um, you know, because Washington is the father of our country, he should be the father of the secret pyramid built underneath the White House, you know, and, it's, and there's a pyramid on the dollar bill, uh, which George Washington is also on. So, you know, there's kind of a connection, but... The book didn't make any of that clear, so I, I don't know. Maybe you have to go a little further in, find out more about it. But if it's raising questions, that's what's important. Because it sounds like you're using great reasoning to pick up details from the story that are forming strong opinions. So it sounds like you're having a great time with that book, and that's, what's most, that's what matters most of all to us at the library. What kind of books do you like? Well, let me tell you, I was just working through Greek painted pottery. Now, they're on their, they were in their third edition back in 1977, uh, but at the library, we've been looking at picking up the fourth edition, so it gave me an excuse to read it, and now I've got Marley on it, and she says she likes, I hope she likes it as much as I did. And while you and Kevin are uh, talking books, Nina as these other three conversations are all happening at the same time, you are waiting on your camera operator when you hear a voice behind you, Nina Harmon, am I right? Uh, I turn around. It depends you see, asking. You see a little old lady, we'll say is played by Angela Lansbury. Uh, she's wearing a puffy blue overcoat with like an old-fashioned hat with like a flower out of it, sticking out of it. 
She says, I recognize you from the TV. I'm Mabel Carver, the one with the pennies. Oh, Mabel, it's so wonderful and nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, too. You're so much taller than you look on television. <laughs> well, depends on the size of the box, I suppose. So you uh, are sort of the MVP of uh, today, huh? Oh, nonsense. You know, none of this interview stuff was my idea. I just needed to get rid of my pennies. It was actually the bank manager that came up with the whole publicity thing, but he said I'd get a free toaster. So here I am. Great. So the free toaster was your motivator. That's interesting. Well, I like toast. Really? Uh, is that a family thing or something you picked up later in life? Oh, who doesn't like toast? You must love toast. I have a very neutral stance on toast, so I think that your interest in toast is fascinating. Hmm. And while you and Mabel are talking toast and you're mm -hmm. kind of like looking out for your camera operator somewhere behind her, at that moment, there is an eruption of gunfire. You all look to the center of the lobby and you see a woman in a black leather jacket played by Gemma Chan holding an automatic rifle. Customers scream, diving behind whatever cover they can find. Some try to run towards the exit, but a man in a beige suit played by Richard E. Grant flashes his own rifle. Several other people around the perimeter of the room also pull out rifles and it begins to appear there is no place to go and no way out. In the heat of this moment, what do each of you do, Abigail? Underneath the nearest table of the dog and holding onto dog very tightly so dog does not get startled by loud noises. And just very, like, like dog, dog head in chest cover, cover ears, sit very still, hide on floor. <laughs> oh. uh, Molly? <laughs> uh, dropped to the ground immediately, um, but unlike um, our, our, our friend Abigail, who was looking out for the preservation um, of their bestie, um, Abigail's is kind of already going to start army crawling uh, her way to the nearest baddie, um, trying to approach from behind and looking around to see what can be used as a weapon. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Um, Pete, what are you doing? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to get down into cover and look back up at Kevin for direction. Kevin is kind of the, the this is this is his time. So if there's some way that I can be helpful, even if that's just getting out of the way, I'm kind of taking my cues from the big guy right here. And uh, Nina? Uh, Nina instantly um, scoots in front of Mabel um, to block her and then kind of reaches back to encourage Mabel to uh, crouch down and look for cover nearby at a, a table or um, at least with some furniture uh, blocking her. And as it's happening, um, Nina looks around, assesses exactly what's going on, and then smiles to herself because the story is unfolding. And uh, I pull out my phone and I hit record and I kind of just like place it on a surface uh, and I don't crouch down. I just stay standing. And, uh, okay, Molly, as you sort of crawl along the ground, one of those people with guns kind of runs to the wall and, like, puts the gun to your back of your head and is like, that's far enough. And at that moment, the woman standing in the middle of the room goes, everybody down on the ground and put your hands behind your head. This is a robbery. Yeah, clearly. This isn't yeah. what I planned for today. This is not on my calendar. And um, uh, is this something you normally play for? 
feet, you see Kevin, the security guard, literally just jump down on the ground, like quaking with fear, hands on his head. Fair enough. <laughs> um, no, not exactly. Uh, so can I whisper to uh, Abigail? Like, I feel like... Sure, I'll say you, you crawled over to where Abigail is hiding. Okay, I mean, I still have the person with the, the weapon yeah. pointed at my head. I did make a quip, so I, I was just assuming we were near each other. If we're not, that's Even also fine. Even if you fine. like it in like a table, like, yeah. it's, this is a quiet room now. Yeah, you know, we've yeah. been here a lot. Um, mm, no, no, not not exactly something I planned. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, what I, I didn't plan for, or, or maybe I did, is um, mm, there are many alarms in this bank and if only somebody could reach one of the many alarms and the man in the base suit says that is quite enough can i have mm. some quiet yeah good morning yeah, yeah. everyone you may call me mr fall and for the next couple of hours i will be your host and he points to the woman in the black jacket this is miss spring you can consider huh? her your hostess you will be our guests, and while you are our guests, all we ask is that you respect the rules of this house. Those rules are simple. Miss Spring, will you please explain the rules? And Miss Spring says, no one leaves until the party is over. If you try to leave, you will regret it. Second, no cell phones allowed. You have a phone put it on the floor in front of you right now, and one of our associates will be around to collect it. Cell phone signals in and out of this building are being jammed, so your phone won't work anyway, and if you're caught with a phone, you will regret it. And people start tossing their phones on the ground in front of them. Would you like to speak more about how you're jamming the cell phone signals? I would not. Now, do you turn over your cell phone, uh, Abigail? Molly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Nina? I turned over the phone that I uh, very... You turned on to record? I turned on to record and placed on the table and made sort of a show of it. I turned that one in. Okay. Do you have another one? I have a backup recorder. Ah, gotcha. Um, cool. Uh, so, Miss Spring says, finally, the third and most important rule... Don't be a hero. Everyone co who cooperates will make it out of here unharmed. Anyone trying to be a hero will regret it. Are we clear on the rules? And kind of a murmur, you know, as everybody kind of nods in assent. Mr. Fall says, excellent. And uh, the henchmen bring Miss Spring the bag of cell phones they've collected. And she says, good. Now take up your positions. We don't want any party crashers. And the henchmen, like, remove their coats, revealing that they're all dressed as security guards. And they walk through the exit and sort of take mm. up position outside the door out front. Uh, and then Miss Spring says, now everybody stand up and come with me. And everybody gets to their feet. And she leads you all, including the bank employees and all the patrons, to a fairly large conference room down a hallway. Um, Ollie would like to try and be the person who is, like, right behind Spring. Sure. Like, um, heels behind. <laughs> and uh, once everyone's in the conference room, she says, you're going to be here for a couple of hours, so get comfortable. If you're well-behaved, you'll all make it out of this alive. 
We promise. And she kind of um, forces a smile. It's a robbery. Why, why hide us in this kind of space? Why not leverage us? What are you truly after? Well, we could kill you if you'd prefer. If that was a part of your plan, you could have killed people at the beginning. I think you're not telling us something. Okay, Molly, it sounds to me like you are keying up for our first role of the game here. Mm-hmm. So um, you hey, are using Rick, you your- you wrote me with a very specific goal. <laughs> yes, but you are also a lasers character. You, your number is five, so you are not mm-hmm. really good at passionate a- action. You are, you, are, you are much more of a cold, precise thinker type. So give me a uh-huh. roll. Uh, this is a feelings task. So what you want to do here is you want to roll uh, over your number. Um, you are not prepared because you didn't know this was going to happen, and you are certainly not an expert at talking to criminals, so you can roll one die. No, wait, I don't roll anything. Yeah, that's a fail. That's a two? And uh, she says, um, just stay here and be quiet. And then she leaves and locks the door behind her. Now, the four of you, you are in this room with about 40 people. Those people include Robert Snow and Andre Long and Mabel Carver and Kevin, the security guard, uh, and everybody else who was in the bank. A quick cursory glance around reveals there are no windows in this room. There's just the one set of doors that you came in. Uh, There's a conference table in the middle with about 15 chairs around it. Uh, There are some cabinets that have pens and pads on top of them. Uh, There are a few bottles of water, a coffee maker. And you start to hear a banging coming from somewhere outside and maybe the faint buzz of power tools. So what do you want to do? Oh, yeah, that's them breaking into the vault. Uh, I, I think Abigail immediately, this is a very stressful situation full of a very like large cohort of people. Um, I want to make sure nobody's like going to have a panic attack right now. And if so, how can I help? Can I get, like there you said, there are like 15 chairs. There's a 102 year old woman in here. I want to get her in a chair. Like I think she's going to like move, like get dog to sit somewhere safe in a corner and is going to start to just like, kind of be like, um, okay. Um, I'm a doctor. This is scary. Is anybody having trouble breathing right now? Like, I got one of those. <laughs> um, and uh, see what, make a feelings roll. You want to oh, roll over your number. Uh, okay. You are, this is an interesting one because you are a doctor. Mm-hmm. I guess you've been in some hairy situations over the course of the series. That there have certainly been some things that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so let's say you can roll three. Um, I was like, last time we saw her or in her like element, she was being, she was like, Head honcho, she knew what was up. Yeah, that's right. You mm-hmm. are you have you you are acting head, uh, filling in for uh, you've now taken over Elizabeth Thaly's job. Uh, wait, which way am I going? Uh, you want to roll over your number? You over are, your number. I rolled yeah. a one. F- I rolled a four. So okay. Um, um exactly it sort of your seems like exactly my number. Exactly your number. So that means you can ask the GM a question. Okay. Uh, and you, you know, it could be about anything. But the result of your role, uh, which I will tell you first, is um, uh, for one success, essentially a lot of people are just not listening to you. Some kind of look at you skeptically, you know, it's like, is this person really a doctor? Um, it's like, you know, one somebody's like, please, you look, you look like you're in high school, you know. Uh, and, Too um, real. <laughs> 
And, and, and Mabel Carver, when you come over to check on her, she's sort of just like, oh, I'm fine. You look like you could use a paper bag to breathe and do those. I probably could, but I'm checking on everyone else here first. Okay. So you can ask the GM a question, anything does you any, would like. Does any person here seem like they are in like eminent, like danger of any sort of like, is anyone, does anyone need attention or is everyone okay <laughs> there is a man sitting in the corner of the room uh he's sweating kind of profusely and uh kind of like rubbing like uh, his chest a little bit okay um she's gonna go sit with him and just kind of try to talk kind of talk just talk to him <laughs> like, oh, i think my heart condition a little uh, adrenaline's kind of kicking up and that's okay oh, it's a little tickle yeah. you want some deep breathing with me yeah yeah, deep, okay. deep, deep, deep. Ready? Follow um, me. And she's going to do a couple. couple yeah, give me a laser's roll. Okay, how many? Three. Three, because okay. you're doing doctor stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two ones and a five. Okay, um, two ones and a five. Uh, so that's that's three successes. Uh, oh. wait. No, only two. My number's a four. Oh, yes, your number is a four. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So that is two successes. Um, and, uh, that means, let's say these breathing exercises are getting the job done. He seems to be coming down a little bit. She's also doing this for herself to not think about the, uh, very stressful situation. She's, in, so she's trying to focus, focus in on, on a task to complete. Um, Pete, Nina, what are you up to? Yeah, no, I saw, uh, this lovely professional here move up to start looking and taking care of people. And that was certainly my first instinct as well. I saw that she had a dog with her and kind of put in the corner. So I'm, I'm minding uh, her dog so that she can focus on the important medical work. Uh, I will look after this uh, distinguished gentle creature. Yeah, and dog just sort of like sniffs around at you for a little bit and then just kind of like climbs up with like paws on your shoulders and starts licking your face. It is, oh, you're, hey, look at you. Abigail goes, oh, dog, please be polite. Please be polite. Okay, and in, and. (laughs) Nina? I uh, kind of very mm, stealthily, I want to say, stroll up to Molly. And uh, without sort of like looking and making eye contact, uh, but standing next to you, just kind of say, um, interesting that you've twice engaged with the robbers. I'm so sorry. I'm having a hard time with my own name. You are talking to me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know, this is confusing. Uh, I keep wanting to call everybody by their regular character. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Nobody else has been acting. Uh, this is... Have you not read how to survive a hostage situation? There's a very strict set of rules that must be followed in these type of scenarios. Who are you? Uh, I am a... And I look around uh, and then just kind of stifle that information for now. An interested observer. 
are you are you somebody that can help us lead? Uh, we need to rally these people. Uh, there's there's the one with the dog who who I think is trying to make sure everybody is okay. But mm-hmm. we need people who can put together an actionable plan. We need to make sure that we can overcome these people. The next day they come, they, the next time they come in this room, we need to take action. What specific action do you think we should take? Uh, rally the people. Uh-huh. Sure, everybody's safety. Mm-hmm. Um, those who are mobile and capable, we need to gather them, push everybody else in the back so that they are safe. And then once the the uh, uh, attackers try to enter the room, we need to just, our numbers, uh, attack in numbers, overcome them, try to secure and or bind them, and then, and then ensure our release. I, I don't know if I'm missing a step. I, it was a while since I read that book. I look around to see if there's any binding material we could use um, that's laying around. Um, you search through the cabinets and stuff, and maybe you find a couple of rolls of, like, masking tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, not duct tape, like masking yeah. tape. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean enough that. of that is pretty sturdy, actually. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> um... Great. Okay. Um, I look uh, around and... Hey, I'm sorry. I don't... It looks like you're doing something really important. It's just... Are you Nino Harmon? (laughs) Uh, That's correct. I am so sorry that I meet you under this circumstance oh this is this is this is so cool but this is such a bad time and i'm i'm living in the complexity of that moment but it's really it's really good to to meet you i love your work yeah and uh your name oh i'm pete uh Baron's nice to meet you pete oh yeah. wonderful oh wonderful i frequent that library quite often but usually during the day i'm head of the night shift uh we've got someone fantastic there you probably met marley she's Hell of a librarian. I absolutely have. Her name would escape me until just this moment, but that's right, Marley. That's what it is. Okay. If I could if I could interrupt this um, lovely uh, moment. Uh, nice to meet you, too, by the way. My name is Molly. Um, not to be just, you know, the bearer of bad news, but we are still hostages. Um, Molly, while you're trying to, like, talk all seriously, like, dog, he's, like, starts, like, kind of, like, sniffing around at you and, like, kind of, like, you know, kind of coming, like, under your, like, licking your hands and stuff. And- <clears throat> are we... <clears throat> I... But it's... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Abigail, yes, I'm, gonna, this, I'm gonna pet you. If this guy oh. is good, Abigail will have gone to look for dog. Dog is no longer in previous location. Scan for dog, find dog, beeline. Yeah, dog <laughs> laying on the floor in front of Molly, like, you know, on his back belly with rubs. the paws up in the air, getting belly rubbed. Oh, yeah. you've got the cutest belly. Oh my ah, goodness. Ah. Wow, I needed Ooh, this. Ooh. I was so stressed out, but not when I'm betting a puppy. Okay, oh, okay, um, well, that's good. I was uh, concerned that that was, okay, okay, good friend, friendship. Hi, Abigail, dog. Um, Sorry, he's likes people. Nice to meet you officially. Um, Molly. Hi, I'm Pete. Pete, hi. Hi, Nina. Nina, hello. Do I know you from somewhere? Nina Harmon from the news. From the news. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much. I'm unfortunate to meet under these circumstances, but. Yes. I said the same thing. Um, So, uh, 
let me get this. Uh, and, and what exactly is your um, area of expertise considering you're going around checking on everyone and asking if they're okay? Oh, I'm a pediatrician. I'm the currently the interim head of the, sorry, Rick, what is it called? The, you just told me. <laughs> Um, you are the uh, you are the interim head of your uh, the, let's say called the pediatrics department at um, Serrano Memorial Hospital. I say that. <laughs> what I say. So you know, people, you know, kids are just smaller people. The medicine stays the same. Um, uh, is ever like y'all, everyone okay over here? Currently. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, we should probably try to band together and take some kind of action. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of being a hostage. Um, I've read a lot of books about how to break out of hostage situations. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's, there was this really, really good one by, um, oh, her name was like um, Silverstein or something to that effect. And oh, really? Just kind of Silverstein? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. You, um, how to escape a conundrum? One, two, and three? Brilliant! I've tried to apply that, or I have been able to apply it into a lot of scenarios. But a hostage situation—this seems like the right time to to take those measures. And Kevin, the security guard, is like, "Are those books good? Are they like spy books?" Over my shoulder. Uh, oh, you know, I think you would really like them. Uh, I'll I'll get you uh, I'll get you a list of them uh, when we're when we're done. Just just come by the library. You know what? Come yeah. by. I'll, I'll get them for you. I'll yes. put them on hold. Thank you. That's yeah, absolutely. very funny. Uh, did um, we all did hear them say that the, we would live if we chilled out, right? Like that. Well, yeah, but this is this is a bank robbery. I I, I don't know. Like, are you comfortable being a hostage? I mean, of course not. I would be um, startled and concerned if anybody was. But uh, I have not read any books about. I have not read any books about breaking out of hostage situations. So I um, I feel like I'm very reasonably nervous about this. Uh, mm -hmm. And Robert Hello. Snow is like, I, 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 I heard you talking. I don't think we should, I don't know. I don't think we should do anything. What if we upset them? What if we, what, 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 if, what if they hurt us? They oh, already haven't hurt any of us. Uh, that kind of means that there's a good chance nobody's going to be killed. killed. I, I don't want to risk. Oh my God, do you think they're planning to kill us? Oh my God. No, 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 no. they kill us no matter what we do? No, 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 We could sit here and just be good little hostages and then all of a sudden they'll just come back when they're done and kill us all. Hello, Mr. Snow, maybe don't talk so loud using those particular words in a room full of 40 people. We have this under control. Everything is under control, everyone. And everybody looks a little on edge. Okay. Hey, folks, don't worry. Everybody's feeling a little on edge right now and it's perfectly normal if maybe uh tempers are getting high people are feeling a little bit of uh panic that's all very normal we're in an abnormal situation these kind of reactions are expected it's okay i'm gonna try to be patient if my neighbor has those kind of feelings and i hope you will be patient uh with your neighbors as well Sam Pete is the best Pete. <laughs> oh shoot! Quick, quick group therapy session for the yeah. hostages. <laughs> I got a specific teal deer from Rick about how to play this, and I'm just doing my best. I love it. I would like uh, to turn to the owner of this bank. Hmm. You have the bank managers who you got. The manager of the bank. The manager mm -hmm. of the bank. Uh. Do you have any safeguards in place 
to protect us or are we on our own currently? Well, I mean, there, there are all kinds of alarms, but I, I don't, you know, I, I tripped the silent alarm before they came in, but if they were jamming the cell phones, they, they could have cut the silent alarm also. I, I have no way of knowing this building could be surrounded by, by the Department of Safety right now or, or, or we could be on our own. No, no, we're on our own. I, I can sense it. If Are you a psychic? Are you one of those supers who can see things remotely? No, I've just read a lot about hostage situations. Come on, oh. Mr. Snow, stay That's with me. That's starting to concern me a little bit. Is that like a thing you're worried about a lot? Uh, um, I have friends who, uh, uh, it's just something that I thought would be necessary in order to secure my own protection, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it is here right now, focus. very currently, but I guess I suppose you're, it's not paranoia if you're right. Um, okay. All right, so we're in a situation where we've just got to figure out what we want to do with our time right now. It sounds like there are kind of two camps, if I'm understanding everybody correctly. Camp take some sort of proactive action. We haven't figured out exactly right. what that is yet, but just the idea of it right now versus sitting tight and and awaiting further direction specifically from the people who were robbing the bank. Now I'm getting some, some sense from uh, Robert here that that's the camp that he's on. And I think we've gotten a sense from Molly as well. Uh, do we maybe want to take a, take a little more temperature, figure out where everybody is so that we move forward with uh, harmony and unity. That's, that's very rational. Uh, um, Pete, I think you said your name was, thank, thank you for this. Um, I really appreciate your ability to, to manage people's uh, emotions in these situations. I've learned that I tend to aggravate everybody, but it's just, there's a lot of information that needs to be shared, especially when we're dealing with high pressure situations and to kind of minimize that, it just seems like a complete waste, but it also, Oof, okay, I can feel my own blood pressure rising. Yeah, I'm, no, sometimes I'm it's let... about taking the information and organizing it, and that's what I do as a librarian. This is just emotional information. So, and the door huh. kicks open, <laughs> and you hear and Miss Spring walks in, like, holding her gun. It's, hey, I hear too much talking in here. What's going on? Who's and, and, and she looks over at you, Molly, and she's like, are you causing trouble again? I saw you crawling across the floor and sneaking up behind me. Are you causing trouble? Do I need to take uh, you outside? Nope. And she like kind of walks over, putting her gun right at you. Hmm. No, ma'am. Um, unless taking me outside would be uh, uh, conducive for uh, a conversation uh, about cooperation. Well, I can make an example out of you uh, in front of all these other people. Who thinks yes, that's a good idea? She's not causing any kind of a problem. The truth is it's a stressful situation and I panicked a little bit. I've been getting a little loud. I didn't know that that was not in your plan. I apologize. It won't happen again. We're doing deep breathing to keep everybody she calm. Make a feelings roll. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh I would love to. You can roll two because uh, I would say Pete is always I'm emotionally prepared. <laughs> It's just sort of ratchet down drama. It says, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a five and a one, so I think that's one success. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of lowers her gun. Right. I don't want to hear anybody talking anymore in here. Understood. She turns, turns and she leaves and closes the door behind her. Interesting. Okay. Wait, did she go down the hall? 
Uh, you didn't see. You just saw her leave. Door? And... Okay. Okay, so uh, it's not like a glass wall bank kind of thing. No, no. This is this is like Fish a solid bowl. door. Yeah, you can you can lean against the door if you want to try and listen. Just please. Okay, mm. make a lasers roll. Um, mm. You can roll one die probably. Okay. Yeah, let's say you can roll two. I would say as like a scientist, you're probably used to, you know, using your senses to observe things. And, and... Yeah, I understand that the, there's a method to all of this. Uh, four was my lowest. Five was my highest. I can't remember what I'm doing for lasers. Um... <laughs> uh, lasers, you want to roll under your number. Um, I have that right? My God. I, I've jammed like 150, 200 games. <laughs> you know, the laser should be the one that has more numbers because you're laser-y. So like right. there's more numbers below four. That's how I know it's lower. I If I have to work it out for myself every time, like it's harder for you to roll high. So that's probably mm. the feelings-y one. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Um, like you would think I, this would be burned in my brain forever. But, Again, uh, I just work it out from first principles every time. So I that is that two victories. That is two, two successes for you. Uh, and you rolled your number because uh, you were a five. So you can ask me a question if you'd like. Um, now, I'll tell you first, uh, you just hear her footprint, uh, her, her footsteps kind of walk uh, and, and um, you know, get far from the door. So she is not like standing right outside or anything like that, but you can't really tell much more than that. You do still hear the sound of uh, power tools running somewhere. Um, and I'll say while you're listening at the door, those sounds kind of stop and subside. Um, and now you can ask a question. You got a question? Um, yeah. What is she equipped with? You said there was that, there was a gun, um, but like what else does she have on her persons? Um, what are you working with? I'll say you, you can see that she's got an automatic rifle and you can see she's got like a handgun kind of like tucked into like the, the front of her pants. Um, other than that, uh, you cannot quite tell. She's got a leather jacket and is zipped closed. Uh, okay. And, Looking um, kind of like bulky, any body armor? Uh, she does look a little bulky. She might be wearing body armor. Okay. But you can see her face, certainly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I don't think, I don't think she's going to go far. She didn't walk too, too far. Okay. Okay. Um, Pete, how, how is our temperature check going? I'm just going to keep my voice down. She can't stop me from talking. That's nonsensical. Whether or not it's logical, this is clearly a situation where things are running hot and unexpected things could happen. We take deliberate action, and so I know I'm staying quiet for now, and you're welcome to join me. Uh, but Abigail, Nina, how are you feeling about all of this? Oh, very stressed out, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I was looking after your dog, but uh, do, you want, do you want this dignified gentle creature back? Oh, 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 they're very helpful uh, in all situations, and just, you know, being near is good for now. I will probably uh, eventually yeah. uh, re reacquire, reacquire uh, dog. Yeah, so, absolutely. But thank you for asking. If you would like uh, dog services, you are more than welcome to them. How does dog look? Is dog okay? <laughs> dog uh, curls up on the floor and, you know, sort of, uh, you know, does a little beignet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay. We're good. I've 
been collecting a bit of information, I suppose, watching this operation. And I'm very curious about exactly what they're doing and what they want, which I'm not 100% sure about. They seem very hesitant to hurt anybody, but they came in incredibly armed right. and ready for mm-hmm. combat. Scare what? tactics, probably, I guess. Um, was her gun loaded? Would I have noticed that? I, Ooh, he, you can't tell. Who guns. Did they fire? Oh, okay, they fired into the air. When they, they did. They were yeah. shot in there in, in the lore. In the lore drop. I mean, was drop. that? Yeah, she, she, and at the beginning of this episode, she fired at the ceiling. Okay. So at least, at least the, there were bullets then. Okay, thank you. Um, well, that's all I need. Um, I turn to the manager again. Do you have anything here other than cash? There's the safety deposit boxes. Obviously. Uh, where are those located again? Uh, down the hall uh, in the vault. And uh, to the best of your ability, the sounds that we're hearing, would that be coming from the same direction? It certainly could be. Uh-huh. The vault is extremely difficult to open. I don't... I can't imagine they could open the vault with power tools. You, you, you would need, I mean, good God, I couldn't even imagine what you would need to open that vault. Well, what kind of things can be opened with power tools? What a great here. follow-up question, Pete. That's exactly what I was wondering. Oh, I didn't mean to run over you. You're the professional at all this. Oh, please, I'm not getting uh, paid to cover this story, so go ahead and <laughs> I'll just sit back and observe. And I, like, kind of lean back and cross my arms. She's so gracious. In. She's so cool. Uh, but, but yeah, what, what kind of thing could be open with power tools? Well, um, certainly any regular lock in the building, business records and filing cabinets, maybe. I, I honestly can't understand why anyone would be interested in any of those things. Something but personal? I can't rule it out. Everything valuable here is insured up the wazoo. Wow. Uh, I... Hmm. Well, how about any of your, any of your staff? Did any of them recognize any of those faces? Have they been in before? Uh, I can go around the room and ask the staff, but I certainly didn't recognize any of those people. Okay. Can we talk about how none of them have masks? Too? That was also very concerning to me. Okay. I, I read You're so right. much about how, how bank robberies are meant to operate, and they've broken a lot of the main rules, so it just doesn't seem right. Do you think they're planning to kill us because we've seen their faces? Oh my oh, God! We're all I gonna thought, die. Okay, Robert, Mr. Robert, Snow. I think maybe they just don't care because whenever they get whatever they want, that was it won't matter. You know. Thanks, Abigail. Yeah. Are you <clears throat> a law enforcement official or some kind? No, I'm a doctor. Um. Okay. Because uh, they, 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 you make a very good point, Molly. They, they, they. They could have just come in and just killed everyone because they didn't take any staff with them. They didn't need anyone mm-hmm. to. They just herded us in this conference room. They, thank yeah. you. I feel like we're finally we're finally talking this out. And you, um, and Molly, like kind of points like a little like aggressively towards Nina. You mm-hmm. need to speak up sooner. You you're you're a news person. You know how to gather all of the right information. Don't just sit back and watch. I need you to contribute. And, and, and Mabel Carver is like, yeah, you're Nina Harmon, the famous reporter. Shouldn't you be out there getting the story? Ma'am, that would be their guns again. Very scary. Um, I know you're doing great, but guns, scary. Okay, 
young people? Um, all right. Sure. Uh, the Okay. They're all out there. They could have just gotten rid of everybody. So mm -hmm. they don't, I don't think they actually intend to we kill are not all of target. us. Because they would, they could have just done that right away because it's clearly they didn't need help. Like it wasn't like they were using hostages as leverage to, to make, you know, the bank manager go open something or do something because all of us are here as far as I'm aware. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they just wanted us out of the way so they can do their thing and then theoretically disappear. I don't know why you would save us for last if that was the case, you know? It's, 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 it's you know, it, there's a bunch of very stressed out people. That's, a, that's an element you can't really control, so. I imagine it's also a hedge against anybody outside uh, coming in. Isn't it? I mean, you know, they're trying to do uh, their business while they're inside. They don't want anyone outside coming in. Uh, they did the, put the, the, the threat of us is, uh, is uh, right. If the, if the silent alarm did go off and the Department of Safety's here, they won't be able to rush the building as long as they have hostages. Mm -hmm. So they could still kill us all. Mr. Again, Snow? they could have gotten rid of so many of us to make it. There like, there are like 40 people in here, sir. I don't want to die. And then Mr. I don't Snow, think you will. Statistically, you're probably going to live at least before I'm going. So if you could just keep it together, I would appreciate it. <laughs> make, uh, make a feeling <laughs> I um, have been running a bunch of information through my mind while this conversation is going. And I kind of uh, kind of bounce off of the like countertop I was leaning against. And I walk past the coffee machine and I go to the door and I um, open it. And uh, I'm not going to make any I'm going to say Robert Snow is very out by that and just quietly sits down <laughs> at the table. Um, and you I mean, it's like a good one. Nice. You, you open the door, Nina, and as you as you open it, you find Mr. Fall standing right there Ooh. in the doorway. And he says, Thank you. And he walks into the room. Don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> I've never been to Buffalo. Um Mr. Fall, I have a question. Hmm. What's this all for? Funny you should ask. I, and he starts talking loud enough to be heard by the room, I have a dangerous task that must be performed, and I require some volunteers. Three or four would do. Successfully completing this task will save lives, and if no one volunteers... I'll have to start killing hostages, starting with, oh, say, that adorable old woman. Don't, you definitely, you definitely don't have, you definitely don't have to do that. That's. So, that's one volunteer, and he points to you, Abigail. <sighs> Two. Absolutely. Uh, dog dog stays, I'm going. Yep. <laughs> you four. Yeah, everybody's Excellent. Split. Come with me. And he leads you into the hall, locking the door behind him. And I'm once gonna, I'll leave Dog with Mr. Snow. <laughs> yeah, and, he will and calm Mr. Snow. You pet him when you're stressed, okay? He will help. And then we'll Mr. Snow like cries into Dog's fur. He's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And Dog, Dog like, starts <laughs> licking his face. <laughs> very perfunctory, you know, kind of. Um, and uh, Mr. Fall uh, leads you all out of the conference room and uh, into the hallway. Um, oh, wait, what happened? Did we lose it? 
Sorry. I think maybe just a quick bio. Oh, uh, I think and, maybe dog. dog. Oh, it might be dog. Oh, okay. oh, all right. I'm like, I'm just so used to naturally hearing dog sounds in the background that I don't <laughs> second guess it. I forgot that they do often require assistance. <laughs> and he locks the door of the conference room and he says, we are here to commit a robbery, but not of the bank. You see, the floors above this bank are owned by Perfecto. Does anybody remember all the headlines about the Orson AI from last year? That system the city bought and installed into all of its computers? Mm -hmm. I just well, archived the papers, uh, the newspapers from that period, yes. Excellent. Well, according to our sources, Perfecto had noticed Orson was making some strange decisions that seemed out of line with its programming. So the company started developing COIN, the Completely Obedient Intelligence Network. It was designed as a replacement for Orson, and it was even linked to all of the same city systems that Orson had access to. Now, as we all know, the Orson program ended in disgrace, and when that happened, Perfecto abruptly sealed off the whole facility above us, but they left everything in there, including COIN. That is what we are after, the program for COIN. With that, we'd have access to all of the city's automated systems, and with that kind of control, I would be the most powerful man in Port Ruby. The only problem is that it appears Perfecto has installed some, shall we say, very active security measures to protect the facility, and I have already lost three associates up there. So you're going to have to go up there, Find coin and retrieve it for me. And if you fail, well, I guess I'll have to get some more volunteers. You understand? Yeah, all too well. Excellent. Do you have a format that you'd prefer for that? Do you have a drive of your own that we should load and, and bring back for you? Uh, do you know what file type? How do we copy this data? We believe the Echo AI software is located in a programming library in a series of USB keys that are in a case. The catch is we don't know where in the facility the library is, so you will have to explore a little bit and find it. And then he takes you around the corner where you see a ladder. The ceiling tiles above it has, have been removed, and a hole has been punched in the ceiling, presumably the, the noise you heard. Uh, and... He points at the ladder and he says, better get a move on and don't dwarl, children. Daddy hates to be kept waiting. And if you fail, well, don't fail. Um, yeah, uh, sir, one, one more thing. Uh, just, uh, your monologue was uh, excellent, but um, uh, is this is this it? This is just kind of your true. This is the end result of your entire plan. You're just going to take control of uh, most of the city's access, and then we're all going to know you as what, Mister Fall? Not ambitious enough for you? Not particularly. Have you not been around Port Ruby very long? I have seen fool after fool fail to challenge the heroes of this city. Alien invasions and all sorts of gangsters. I intend to succeed where they failed 
because I am smart and they were dumb. Hmm. So I, I hear that you set yourself up in opposition to being a hero, sir. You don't see yourself as one? You know, in your own story and all that? Well, they say everybody is the hero of their own story, but um, I am content just being the successful villain of mine. So, chop, chop, and he points with the ladder. Fine, 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 fine. Molly will be the first to go up. Great. You know, you should probably know that uh, few people do find those kind of claps disrespectful. Not everyone's really aware of that, so I wanted to tell you in case you didn't know, and now I'm going to climb up the ladder. Um, and, and he just kind of, you know, gives you the stink eye. Uh, and uh, you, you all climb up the ladder, and you emerge. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Before yeah. we go, um, I would like to hesitate at the foot of the ladder and turn and just say, I think there's more there. How does he react? Make a feelings roll. Right. You can roll three testing subjects and, you know, probing for information. That's, that's your thing. That's what you're an expert at. I got two twos and a three. Um, two and twos and a three. So you can ask two questions of me, and uh, that is three successes. Uh, and uh, he kind of shakes his head at you, and he just sort of says, uh, "No, ruling the city will be, uh, or will be plenty for me for now." Uh, and you get the feeling that, yeah, getting this and, and basically having access to all the city's computer systems is probably what he's after. Uh, but you also get two questions for the GM. So yes. question num- question the first. Great. So I've been um, I've been processing a whole bunch of stuff uh, in reading the room, um, hanging back, and watching how this is all going. So two questions I'd like to ask you, GM, in terms of uh, retroactively what I observe. One, what's the dynamic of this team? How do they all feel about each other? You get the feeling that. Um... Mr. Fall and Miss Spring are kind of operating on, you know, a similar wavelength. Possibly they are either co-bosses or, or he is number one and she is number two. It is kind of, you know, a little bit tough to tell um, mm-hmm. from what you have seen so far. But everybody else on the team seems to clearly be like beneath them. You know, this is not like a gang. This is like... This is a two-person operation in one form or another with a bunch of hired help or, or underlings, henchmen, something like that. Question Wonderful. the second. I want to ask a question about us going up, but honestly, I feel like we'll address that in a bit. A good reporter always knows that the story develops at its own pace. So I would like to ask a follow-up question in terms of spring and fall. The dynamic between them and the energy, is it something that is um, business-like uh, friendly or romantic? Business-like. Oh, 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 it's Christmas. Okay, great. Um, and I smile and... Uh, I kind of both love the sound of that and don't like the sound of that <laughs> at all. That also describes Christmas for me. <laughs> Touche. Uh, oh, this is Yule. Um... 
I nod my head, and uh, I suppose sometimes uh, good enough is good enough, I guess. Uh, and I turn, and I start to climb up the ladder, and I turn back, and I go, um, sharing that, though, seems like it'll be a challenge. wonder who actually calls the shots as I head up the ladder. Um, make, a, uh, make a feelings roll. Great. You can roll three, because you're doing the same thing again. <laughs> I got a uh, one, two, a four, and a five. So that is three, six, set. Wait, one. Oh, you got a two, a four, and a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's three successes and, your, and, and the question again. Yep. Um, so you read now on his face... When you say sharing it, he, he kind of gets a look that maybe you get the sense he does not intend possibly on sharing this. Um, but what is your question? Question uh, Now I will ask this question. When he sent us up and was giving us this monologue, what was the tone of assigning us with the understanding that he might have to get other volunteers? Is it one of fear? Or is it a situation of he is incapable of achieving the mission by himself or the people that he has hired for this project? I think what you probably would have got from that was that he essentially just keeps planning to send people up there looking for what he is looking for. And if he's got to kill every last hostage, you know, redundantly sending people up, he is probably prepared to do that. He's inefficient. Canaries in the coal mine, so to speak. (laughs) Canaries in the coal mine. I love a good right. lead. Why send your own people when you can just sort of sound the root with uh, us? The second I get up to the top of the ladder then, uh, I'm going to share this information with my now teammates. And I'm going to say, so I've gathered a, a, a little bit of reading, watching everyone's behaviors. It's kind of the thing I do. And... There's two big conclusions we can come to. One is they're not exactly working together, this outfit. And it looks like there's going to be some challenge within the ranks, which we can use to leverage against each other. Another thing is they don't know what to expect up here, which puts all the advantage in our pocket. They don't know exactly what's up here. We can combine our brains and our know of tech, I think, to thwart this entire mission. Nina Harmon, I underestimated you, and I think I owe you an apology. I'm sorry, I I, I kind of lost it. I just, first hostage, like really, first bank hostage situation, you know? It's not great. We're never our best selves under stress. Thank you. I put a hand on both of your shoulders. Uh, one each, and I say, you both were collecting everybody and making sure everyone was all right. Uh, And I turn to Abigail. You were making sure everyone was healthy and staying alive. And I am made incredibly uncomfortable by politeness. It's not something I often experience in my day-to-day work. So feel free to save the stories. Let's go ahead and make the most incredible story. Three brainiacs save the city. I like this. This is interesting. And I'm wondering how, and now you're seeing Nina on fire. This is what she's been waiting yes. for. This is what she's into. Gadgets, books, 
bio. Got it. Interesting. Fascinating. So at the top of the ladder. <laughs> and and, and oh. you know what? As you start to look around at your surroundings, we're going to take a 10 minute break. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. This is hard. I love, love this. Is after I'm break. in love with us. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, we might need more. I'm just going to. We might I'm, need more. I'm sorry. I appreciate you expressing those wants public, like, and communicating them <laughs> to the whole group. I agree <laughs> as it happens. And I want to put that out there as well. Um, yeah. Well. Let let's let's see if y'all make it out of the second half of this alive, and uh, uh, we will be back in ten minutes. Don't go nowhere. Thank you so much, everybody. And we are back. Um, so yeah, when we last left our uh, our heroes, uh, they had been sort of recruited by these bank robbers to head up into the Perfecto Lab looking for uh, the software library that houses uh, the program called COIN, the Completely Obedient Intelligence Network um, that uh, is an AI designed to replace Orson. And uh, you climbed up the ladder into the Perfecto Lab and you emerge into an empty hallway. And uh, at one end of the hallway, you see a set of elevator doors that are closed. Uh, the lights are all out on the elevator. There are no lights on the floors. There are no lights on the up or down buttons or anything. And on the op other end of the hallway, the opposite end from the elevators, uh, there are three men, presumably Mr. Fall's associates, all mm -hmm. laying on the ground in front of a closed, locked door. They appear to be unconscious. What do you want to do? Oh, Nina just gasps and is so elated. Okay. I think Abigail gasped at the same time, but it's in, like, concern and horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, they only got this far. And, like, Nina, like, strolls up and is just, like, looking at them. Incredible. I would like to check for pulse and breathing and violence. <laughs> Give me a laser's roll. You can roll three because, you know, medicine is your thing. <laughs> um, that's three twos so that is uh, three successes for you and uh, they are all alive okay um, but they are definitely all unconscious uh, and um, that's about all you can pick up from a cursory examination is there anything specifically you wanted to look for or? well I wanted if they were alive but I was also, like any like uh, like apparent like trauma trauma yeah like were they blasted by Blood a laser floor, did yeah. they take like did they get hit in the head is there a cross bolt in their chest like, you, know, you don't like, see yeah, anything like that okay cool okay that's fine then yes. okay uh, well they're alive um, and they seem physically unharmed uh, uh, apart hmm. from the unconsciousness i guess how are they laying um okay so there's like a door and it's mm -hmm. like uh, they're they're kind of right at the floor on the door um uh, it sort of looks like they've sort of like you know collapsed almost onto each other like one of them fell and then the next one came along and perhaps you know fell like, right next to him it, yeah like just like Okay. Yeah, like, like, like straight down. Or like in sequence, perhaps, and yeah. the same yeah. thing happened Shoved. to them like each was... time. Okay. Um, Something like that. Um, well, as I uh, look at this, I kind of like snap my fingers, and I'm just like thinking and humming, and I, Pete, imagine yeah. you're a mystery writer. 
um, sort of like an accuracy. What you would know, you that surmise? would be easier than you'd think. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. well, then we're in luck. What would you surmise from the way that these three have fallen on each other? Well, oh, gosh. I have to think, think about being a mystery writer. Uh, well, I suppose each of them went in, probably... First guy comes in, figures, oh, there aren't any traps here that are going to make me fall over into a pile and goes and uh, tries to turn the knob on the door right here and something happens. And, uh, well, given the way these folks are piled, either it happened to all of them at right the same time, uh, affecting all of them in sequence, or, you know, you step over your buddy and you try it yourself. Interesting. I'm going to rifle through their pockets really quickly. Okay. Um, inside their pockets, uh, each one has... What do you find in their pockets? Okay. none. Of, they're not carrying wallets or IDs or anything like that. Makes sense. Um, yeah, you find uh, one of them's got a pack of gum. Okay. Um, uh, they are all armed. Each one of them uh, has a handgun. Mm -hmm. uh, a, each one of them has... One of them has a, a set of lockpicks. Uh, any walkies or anything on them? Any communicators? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, each one of them has a walkie-talkie. Um, I take, okay, great. Uh, really quickly, I take those out. I toss one to uh, uh, my compatriots. Uh, when I hand the one walkie to Molly, I say, uh, do you think with your gadget know-how that you'd be able to get this to reach the outside? <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, can I, can I ask you, a, who do you think you, who do you think you think I am? That was harder than it meant to be, but I didn't tell you any more than my name. As I um, stand up, I've got like their weapons and I start to just disassemble them. Um, just like pff, out, just like take it apart. Uh, and I start to just like, like put all the uh, desperate pieces all throughout the office. Uh, so it would take a while to assemble the weapons back. I, I have to say hide and hold, but that that's actually <laughs> much smarter. I didn't know anyone had that skill. As you like watch as you walk by a couple of times. I have been observing you, and the way that you look to help people is through systems. Now, I was thinking, could it possibly have anything to do with civil engineering or the way that the city is run? But no, you didn't really bring up anything with that. You didn't seem to have any resources particular to that case. You didn't have any contact specifically with the city. You also didn't exactly specifically recognize uh, the folks who uh, manage the bank, which means that you are not here as part of uh, security personnel or any systems like that. So that's Nina, Nina, my Nina, mm -hmm. Nina. Okay, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. Molly Darnell, Quadity. Uh, it's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be like the, the CEO soon, but, um, Oh, congrats. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just bringing this up because I thought I had a lot of gusto. I really believe in standing up for, for those who can't stand up for themselves, but I, I don't want to die here. And you won't. Okay, Molly, you know, 
that guy downstairs wasn't exactly taking real volunteers that wasn't volunteering. If you want to hang back here, keep an eye on these guys, that's perfectly fine. That doesn't mean anything wrong by you. All right? No, We're no, happy no, no, no. to take it from here. It's just, I thought they were dead, and um, it just, it, it got me, it got me uh, a little scared, but I think... That's very, we, we this whole thing find... is a pretty scary situation. I know I'm yeah. I'm I'm scared, to be quite honest with you. <sighs> thank you, thank you. I I feel better. Okay, how are we going to approach this? What's the best way in? Nina keeps well, uh, her eyes on Molly for just like a second longer, parsing through that, and then I don't know what happened to them. Um, I would like to find out, and I pick up one of the guys and I chuck him at the door. Um, make a feelings roll. Okay. Now, this is wild action, I would say. <laughs> um, Jim, you can roll one die. Great. Uh, six? Six. Uh, that is a success for you. Um... You, you you push him at the door. It's a, it's a little bit of a struggle, you know, for you for you to pick up this kind of big giant henchman guy. And you kind of push him at the door, and, and it sort of seems like nothing happens. But as he's kind of, you know, falling down again, uh, part of his hand hits the doorknob, and there's this massive electrical discharge, and you see him like fly back you know, right back to the position he was kind of lying in to begin with. Like, almost looks like he got hit by, like, you know, like a cattle prod or a stun gun or something like that. I would like yeah. to check his pulse again, please. <laughs> um, I will make you roll for it. The same roll applies. Uh, he, he, is, he is still alive, but his heart is beating somewhat erratically. <sighs> okay. okay. Just because they haven't committed any murder yet doesn't mean we need to, Okay. No, Abigail, that was an incredible way to test out what we were up against. Okay, Nina, so we that could have was... found an item or something first, maybe. Don't start with human testing. Yes, Just a thought. yes, yes. Maybe, no, maybe th- thank you. That needs to be applied. Uh, okay. Nina, have you taken your, uh, uh, any, any ethics lessons? <laughs> this isn't important right now. That doorknob is the problem. Can anybody disassemble a door? Do we have any screwdrivers? They had lockpicks in one of their pockets, right? Mm-hmm. They had lockpicks. I mean, yep. Maybe we just need to let the electricity go to ground. Not discharge through us, right? Pete, yes. Oh, that brain is beautiful inside of your head. Oh, gosh, that's altogether too nice. I think I'm finding myself a little uncomfortable with that kind of a compliment. But let's see what we could find around here that might do it. And uh, I guess beware of where we're going that's uh, sending so much power through a doorknob. I don't even want there to be an adventure. I just want to watch these four characters be nice to each other. It's like the best. Sam is uncomfortable with compliments to Pete. <laughs> the only reason they're okay is that they profoundly love Pete Alameda, and so they can just focus on nice things being directed toward him because, gosh, they love him himself. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you're the expert of, of what would do that best. Molly, do you see anything around here that might work? Molly, make a lasers roll. You can roll three die uh, because oh. that, this is your thing. May I, I assist? Yeah, I was going to say, can, can they yeah. really assist on a three roll? 
I didn't know if that was Max. Pete, Pete, what do you want to do to help? Um, well, you know, uh, since I've, since I've sort of put this out into the ether, I, I do feel a certain, uh, ownership to help see it through and, uh, Hunt have you read something alongside about it? Molly. I also have uh, read yeah. all three volumes of How to uh, Survive a Conundrum by uh, <laughs> William Zorchi. A Fair real enough. book that Pete. now exists in this uh, mm. universe. Pete, <laughs> roll, make a lasers roll. Uh, you, you can roll um, two, we'll say, because of the books you. you've read. Uh, you want to roll uh, oh, your number. Your number's a three. What'd you do? I rolled my number twice. Ooh, okay, Ooh. so you can roll four, Molly. Um, Pete, you oh get two God. questions. Question the first. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, would you uh, suffer Molly to roll while I thought about that just a moment? Sure, Molly, uh, give me your lasers roll. You can roll four die. Yeah, uh, three, six, four, five. Uh, Three, so you got six, a question four, two. Five. Uh, You're five. You landed on my number. Yes. Okay, cool. so that good. is three, six, Ooh, four, five. That's three, three successes, um, and and one of them is your number. So you will get a question. Uh, but okay. Um, so. So yeah, you look around the hallway, and uh, let's see what would what would be what, what what kind of ground might be in the hallway? Um, rubber mats, mat like rubber yeah, bound. Yeah, the insulating thing. I think if we want to, like, I'm not an electrics expert, but I think yeah, I'm literally googling this right, right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like let's say there's a rubber mat running along the floor, and a rubber uh, bottomed rug that you can kind of like, yeah. And, and and let's say you know if you if you if you rolled that up, it would it would act as an insulator. I don't know. I'm making this up. I'm not. A I mean, we could certainly do sort of maybe the oven mitt approach instead. Yeah, like yeah, get a nice big rubber mat and around it, and then kind mm-hmm. of squeeze like when you have one of those rubber things on the top of a jar mm-hmm. to help open it. Yeah, I love those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're very so helpful. Just, yeah, you, you you're able to you know use one of the parts of the guns that he disasse- that um uh, she disassembled uh, to to cut part of the mat off and wrap it around your hand and uh, turn the knob um and it opens up and you all yes uh, right okay you look inside before I tell you what you see uh-huh. uh, Pete you have two questions and and Molly you have one ooh um. If you don't have a question, it's okay. You can just pass, but... Uh, no, please. I mean, uh, truly the struggle is that I, in fact, know where the nearest dog is. Uh, <laughs> so where is there to go from there? My God, what a ask, callback. Ask about dog's well-being. <laughs> maybe maybe I, there's a closer I know in my heart. I know in my heart. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, did we pass maybe like one of those uh, uh, like maps on the wall? Or something. Um, you have not seen anything like that in this hallway. <laughs> Heck. Okay. No, uh, good, good question, though. I'm just trying to think of like what information would be necessary. Then, like, how do I ask a question to acquire that? Uh, mm-hmm. I can I can cut in with one of mine real quick. If, uh, yeah. What do you you're, got? You're doing a little bit of thinking. Um, the amount of power that we saw uh, discharged. Does that strike me as? Uh, 
a deliberately channeled amount or as something that could come about uh, as an artifact of accident? Effectively, mm -hmm. does this read like someone might have booby-trapped this place based on the amount of, like, power surge going through a flipping doorknob? Or is this consistent with, the uh, like, this appears to be some sort of abandoned lab where something could have gone awry? Yeah, especially in conjunction with Mr. Fall telling you that the place has active security systems, mm -hmm. you would definitely guess that that is a specific booby trap. Cool. All right. Um, you were asking about the maps and we were a no-go on that, right, Molly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing um, to really indicate how far we have to go, how many rooms there are. But I'm just trying to think, like, this is a bank. Is there not, like, any kind of standard layout? Um, well, so the thing that's occurring to me about a bank and that's particularly interesting with uh, an entire technology lab on top is that um, I don't know if banks work like hospitals. Uh, Abigail would obviously be the expert on that, but hospitals have their own generator because if power goes down around the city, mm -hmm. uh, you want that hospital to stay up, hoo boy. Uh, banks and security, it seems intuitive to me, might have some weirdo power circuiting. I wonder a lot about what is powering these security systems. I think that's a very and how we good could find question. power. Not, uh, not, not in situationally. Naturally, uh, we're we're unfortunately on the wrong side of the firearms there, and these guys, I wouldn't know what to do with one, so <laughs> they still got that on us. But uh, I mean, I would early physics, I, electromagnetic. I, I would hazard to guess that uh, maybe a bank situation would be opposite of hospital, where if power goes out, everything just locks down, like some sort of failsafe in which, like, a vault is just un inoperable unless the power is, in fact, intact. But hmm. uh, I don't actually know much about banks, only, you know, I've been introducing my roommate to some uh, old classic movies. But I feel like that's the, you cut the power, everything is, you're locked out of everything for good. Okay. That would be so my I guess, but I could be completely wrong on that, so I don't know. So I guess my question... Uh, then is, uh, can I see anything either relating to the power in terms of circuit breakers, in terms of wiring, or purely in terms of it looks like uh, the upstairs uh, power and the downstairs power are independent, like, you know, there's some stuff that's clearly shut off here, anything like that. Well, the, the elevator is clearly shut off. Um, no. you, you can sort of tell that as it doesn't indicate that it's a right, you know, the floor, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, otherwise, there's clearly power to this door, and you can see that um, there are there are lights on in this hallway that aren't just a uh, aux power. Everything goes down, which makes sense because uh, the doorknob. Uh, has power. The elevator is off. How? Molly, Nina, you, you were collecting a whole lot of information uh, downstairs as, as, as everything was happening. <laughs> you were <laughs> that, that reporter instinct. Uh, do you think anyone would have been able to turn the, turn the elevator off? 
or the fact that it's off suggested it already off when they got here. This whole floor was shut down, right, Rick? Mm-hmm. Like this was all locked and separated. The whole yeah. lab was sealed off. Yeah, it was probably pre- it was probably previously shut down prior to the uh, hostage situation. Most likely, yes. Otherwise, you would just infiltrate the building itself instead of coming up from below. Mm-hmm. You look through the open door ahead of you, <laughs> and you see on the other side there is a short hallway. In the center of the hall, there is a door on either side, uh, you know, one on the left, one on the right. And at the end, it looks like there's another hallway kind of crossing it to the left and to the right. What do you want to do? I mean, could we take those um, uh, walkie-talkie communicators and put us on a different channel, maybe, just in case? Molly, make a uh, lasers roll. Uh, Give me three die. uh, Yeah. Anything tech for you is going to be three, probably. Makes sense. Uh, Five, four, two. So you get another question. Uh, and that's three successes, so you are easily able to put them on a separate frequency. So you now have three walkie-talkies that you can be fairly certain um, Mr. Fall will not be listening in on. Uh, okay, and I guess can- my, my question then is going to be, um, can one of these walkie-talkies be edited, uh, be modified uh, to make a call with enough uh, time and uh, effort? You examine the walkie-talkies, and uh, you get the feeling that there is some sort of jammer that is keeping the signal from getting outside of this building. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, we are on uh, a different signal now. We should be pretty good. I can't really add any layers of security, but... Let's be real. I don't think this is something we have to worry about in this situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who wants what door? Well, gosh, heck, I think at a certain point, you just kind of have to make a choice and go for it. So. Okay. It'll move on up to arbitrary door because I could not picture the from the description. I'm sorry. There is no amount of foot. Left and right. There wasn't a whole lot of. Yeah, you're a hallway. There's a door door. halfway down on the left, halfway down on the right. So should we uh, split Yeah, you split Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably prudent. Um, We have these walkie-talkies thanks to you. Great. So we'll split up into team uh, book brains over here. And then how about uh, team moral ambiguity uh, with you and me, Abigail? Well, that seems like uh, quite the quite the package. Is didn't that I here? Was that an insult to Abigail? Do I, do I need to, um, Nina, do you? No, no insult. No? no. I just think also, about how think things would be written in terms, of, uh, in terms of headlines. After all of this is over, uh, we might get together and uh, you could unpack that for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, so it's Nina and Abigail and Pete and Molly. Those are the teams. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Pete and Molly, you go to the door on the left, let's say. Um, you open it up. Uh, it is full of filing cabinets. There is some kind of records room. Um, what do you want to do? 
Oh, Pete. <laughs> oh, um, I would like, um, well, so the first thing to do, uh, and this has been occurring to me since someone said programming library uh, with a bunch of flash drives, uh, that, like this filing cabinet, both are deliberate choices. Um, someone had to create a filing system. Uh, someone at some point probably applied some degree of systematic thinking, even if it just feels like you threw it in a junk drawer, there was a system you were thinking about at the time when you did it. Uh, so I want to see, first of all, whether maybe there might be uh, any kind of catalog guide sort of, you know, we used to have card catalogs back in the day. Now we have digital systems. Something that's going to be our guide as we go through the adventure of this filing room. Pete, make a lasers roll and roll three. <laughs> I did love card catalogs, though. That's both Pete and Sam. <laughs> I think everybody here is with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... Three successes, one of which is my number, which makes sense because I love card. It's pretty easy for you to figure this out, um, and and you are able to start digging through. You know, there are personnel files and sort of business information, and you find quite a bit of paperwork that you probably figure you know strikes you as incriminating in you know the development of projects like Orson and Coin, internal perfecto memorandums that you know the kind of thing that they would probably never want the public to see. Uh, it's not necessarily helpful to you in this situation, as far as you can tell, but in general, it is, you know... I bet Nina not... would be impressed. Mm. We're on a first name basis now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you too? You don't think... I, I still can't get a read on Nina. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think I like her. Eh. I, it's just... It's hard to say. I don't know if I'm just being too critical. Again, when you meet somebody in a hostage situation, do you really know anything about them? Like, what's the circumstance? But, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you should always trust your knee jerk instinct, but don't be afraid to audit it. Feel where it's coming from. Think about why you might be having such a strong reaction to Nina right now. When I look at the two of you, I see a lot of similarities. I see very methodical thinking. I see a lot of observational instinct and, you know, a lot of ways where she isn't like you. And it could be, it's just so similar that you feel those differences really strongly. You think that's possible? That, that kind of feels like exactly, I think I'm jealous. Huh. Wow, P, I, I, I didn't really think to unpack this in a, a filing closet. You are the real deal. I, I should have met you years ago, you know? You, uh, you're just kind of stellar. Um, uh, let, let me help you with some of these files. I would There's... love that, thank you. <laughs> I'm looking through this trying to figure out uh, whether maybe we see anything in these personnel files or other files that might connect some of the people out there. That's my GM okay. question, by the way, Rick. Um, <laughs> you don't find anything. Um, you know what? Actually, you know what? Let's say, let's say uh, you find a personnel file uh, that's got a picture of Mr. Fall inside oh. of it, uh, identifying him as uh, Edward Benton, uh, oh. a former employee of this lab. Oh. 
Pete, wide um, right open. And by the way, you got three successes on your th- on your roll. I'm so, I just remembered I'm supposed to give you like an extra something beyond just your success. So I'll say, uh, somewhere in the filing cabinets, uh, you find a printout of uh, the Library of Congress classification system um, that they you know that they used to organize information, um, but it has no obvious application in this filing system. You, you know, this is not organized according to the Library of Congress system. But there's a programming library I was promised by a man I now know used to work in this lab. So while I don't have confirmation yet, uh, I have some thoughts. Is there anything in here that might interest you, Molly, that you want to take a look through? I'm starting to get a feel for this cabinet. So if there's something that you might want to find, we might be able to help you find it here now. Uh, no, no. Files like this isn't really my thing. Uh, I'm more of like a hands-on uh, uh, mechanics kind of person. Th- thank you for the offer. I'm glad you found something. Any That's... lab notes or, or something that might be useful as we're moving down? Not a bad idea. Well, I'd be happy to help you look through according to what I'm understanding of the organization, and you can see if there's some place that this takes you. Absolutely. I don't know, you know, any configuration about the uh, the data files that we're looking for, anything about it, maybe what we're about to uh, uh, in- invest ourselves into. What would you like? Three dice rolls? GM um, yeah, what are you doing? You're doing your own search now or? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So give me, um, you're searching through files uh, and you said you're not a file person. Just a second. Ah, dang it. Why it's so, uh, I, I, for the record, I'm setting myself up to assist as, as much as possible from that one. Right. Pete, roll an assist roll. Uh, you can roll to. three for the assist roll. Um, I'm about to call you Ulas. Molly, yeah, you, this is so tough. You, okay, mm-hmm. Molly, you can roll two with the help. Okay. I'm literally La- the opposite la- person. How is this tough? The laser <laughs> roll you want to roll beneath your number. I'm doing a laser, so gosh. A six and a one. There you uh, go. That's one success. Um, I say is you know you don't you don't seem to find anything beyond like the business details of coins development. Uh, there's not really any technical information in here. Not by you know uh, per se. Um, Can I pocket some of that juicy uh, reporter uh, 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 negative info about um, uh, uh, Orson? Oh, absolutely. You can take as much as, uh, you know, okay, you can take yeah, as I'm much gonna... as you can carry, you know, reasonably in here. Um, <laughs> I'll put some like in my, uh, in my blouse. Sure. Uh, my blouse is definitely probably like, tucked into my shirt, like into my pants. So like I can make like a nice little. Yeah, a little, a little it uh, marsupial silly, sort of vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A data I, marsupial. I, mean, I love that. Before we yeah. leave the filing cabinet, uh, the filing room there, I do want to say that. I did hear you mention that you thought you were jealous of, of Nina. And though I understand those kind of feelings, I just want to tell you that the first impression I've gotten of you is that you're pretty great and accomplished in your own right. And I look forward to seeing more of, of what you're doing. So I get the jealousy, but please, please hold that uh, for yourself as well. Pete, thank you. That's, and I just, today's been a lot of pressure uh, uh, with the position 
of being the new CEO of Quantity Mechanics. My head has been everywhere. And then, wow, what a day. Yeah, yeah, it's been a day and we're probably exiting the filing. Yeah, right while, you're too, while, while all this is going on, the, um, uh, Nina and uh, Abigail, you are across the hall. I heard that almost be on. You, yeah, I, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you you open the door across the hall. And uh, uh, was looks, this, what door was this again? Right or left? Uh, this was the one on the right. So directly across from the room that they went into. And uh, it looks like it's some kind of employee lounge. You see a coffee maker, refrigerators, empty vending machines, couches, and uh, on the table in the corner, a first aid kit. Oh, I'm taking that immediately. Please and thank you. You now have a first aid kit. Yeah. Um, Acquired. Okay. Um, poke around and uh, otherwise there does not really seem to be much in here, you know, that okay. is of obvious interest. That's very interesting. You know, looks around. Very good to know. I think the information is going to be in the other room, considering that they have built this space with a right-hand bias, which means that subconsciously you're going to be discouraged from turning left. Okay. Hmm. And I'll start, like, looking through the drawers and cabinets, but I'm not really looking for anything. I'm making, like, a show of looking for something. You give me a lasers roll. Uh, you can roll three because, you know, you're an investigator. <laughs> I'm... Here we go. Three, and this is for lasers, so... Lasers, uh, you want to roll below, below your number. Okay. I, I wasn't intending on doing well, but I got two below. Uh, one of them is a two, so I got a one and a two and a four. So you get a question, and this, you know, and you, you are successful, you know, there's not really anything in these drawers. You find uh, silverware. Yeah. Uh, if you want to take silverware with you, you have, you know, you find some plates and, and cups and, you know, things like on, that would fork. be useful. Yeah. Take a fork. Um, sure. <laughs> Yeah, pocket some of that. And uh, I guess the question I'm going to ask the GM is, um, how recently does this place look like it was used? Recently? Uh, it sprawls pretty musty in there. You would guess, you know, it, it's been at least a good few months, okay. if not more. Um, you know uh, that whole uh, Perfecto uh, thing went down, you know, Gee, let's see, when was that? That was, uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, uh, that was November-ish of last year, give or take. Yeah, it was like November-ish of last year, just yeah, about. Dang. Yeah, because that was, you know, the, in early November, that was when uh, the cops were dying in the suspicious circumstances. Uh-huh. And then a few weeks thereafter, like I said, I was just archiving. Uh, some of these uh, papers. Yeah, uh, actually, actually, it looks like uh, you know the the you, you, the main team found out about Maria in uh, December of last year. Uh, that would have been when Julian Court was arrested. So probably, okay, you know, probably January of this year. Soon after, you know, with, within a short time of Julian Court being arrested, this place was probably closed down. So, so it's been you know. What, what month is this? This is uh, this is October. 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 So, yeah. All month. Okay. So is um, it like um, 
does it look like they closed this down or does it look like everyone went home for the day and never came back? So like there's still, you said there was a coffee maker or there's still like, is there still like a bag of coffee beans or there's still snacks in the drawers? Like, no, it looks like it was probably like there was a cursory cleaning, you know, okay. it's like at least of this lounge. It's like, you know, like I say, electricity is still connected. Machines have been left in place. Files have been left in place, but it looks like there's no more food in the vending machine. So maybe somebody did a sweep for perishables or something okay. like that. But mm-hmm. otherwise, the place was just sort of sealed up as is. All right, cool. Um, and the four of you um, meet up again in the hall. Oh, no, not done. Sorry. That, that's all right. While I was looking, because I really did not mean to look for anything, but while I was just going through the drawers, just really quickly. Um, by the way, Abigail, I'm sorry that I uh, touched a, a, a sensitive nerve earlier. I, I, it's It's... Thank you for saying so. Yes, it's just that was uh, not what I was expecting to happen there. And I think it um, startled me. Did not mean to yell. So sorry about that, too. Not a fan of pain and violence uh, because of your profession? Or is that a personal choice? What an odd question. You are an odd human. Um, Both. I chose the career for, I mean, many reasons, but among them because I like to actively heal hurt i suppose and also because it was i don't know i just kept doing school and then i was a doctor but that's not the point the the both i suppose i um and i kind of like lean back and just like make eye contact i took up this profession because it is a great opportunity to actually disappear as a human being and to allow people to have conversations essentially with themselves um, it is a profession where you are encouraged to remove your bias. Aside from being curious about everything, I suppose I'm kind of mostly neutral, uh, which I've often had described as chaotic. But just so you know, you can tell me the thing that you're not saying now or later if you want. And it won't be like sharing it with another human. And this is strictly off the record but I picked up on something earlier and you've given me a lot of biographical information in your past. So I think it's something recent because that's the time that you're avoiding. You should take up uh, palm reading. Maybe uh, that might get you some uh, maybe side side hustle or something like that. Um, you are a very strange human, Nina Harmon. Um, do you want to rejoin the others? Let's do that. Yes. Okay. And she will turn, turn on her heel and look out. <laughs> okay. So to review, in the cosmology of Abigail Fripp, Caden D'Alto, extremely normal human, uh-huh. not even Under slightly pussy. strange. Nina uh-huh. Harmon? What's up with that one? Do you know who, who, who Abigail Fripp spends uh, like 90% of her time with doctors? I don't think Caden D'Alto is too far off for normal humans. (laughs) Interesting. She works with people who are like actively working. I did think that. So we're we're, uh, reuniting, um, let's see, in the hallway. You all reconvene in the hallway. Excitement with uh, the folder that Pete is holding, ready to hand it over uh, to our investigative reporter. I think this might uh, be of interest to you, uh, Ms. Harmon. Hand over the Benton folder. Fascinating. Did you find anything on Miss Spring by any chance? 
That I did not. I was wondering if perhaps she might have been a specialist in the other arena. You know, the... Hmm. Pew, pew. Right. Artillery, explosives, firepower. Mm. Yes. Each bringing an element to the table. And- yeah. I mean, it's, it's as yet unsubstantiated, but uh, Nina did ask me to try to be my best mystery writer, and uh, I would love to make the one in my life proud. So mm. I figured I would offer my best speculation. You're doing incredibly well. Um, clearly there's something protected past that door, considering that it had an electric shock loaded into the doorknob. You found these files. Over here is just a room. Should we continue down the hallway? There's two more doors, right? One nope, on the left and one on the right? No. Oh! You, one of you went into the left one, one of you went into the right yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought there was still more. My bad. Well, no, right. There's still more hallway, the programming right? Library. There's more hallway. There's like, there's like another hallway that goes to the left. Gotcha. Right. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Um, so you continue down the hall and you get to the end of it and you come to the end and there is... Uh, a hallway. You see to the right there looks like there is a stairwell door that is protected by a keypad. And to the left, uh, there is um, like a just a wall uh, that has like a flat metal panel kind of uh, at the base of it. Of course. And um, I see that the whole hallway is like 200 feet long, so it's like the, the elevator, uh, sorry, the, the stairwell door is about 100 feet uh, to your right. The, the wall with the panel in is about 100 feet to your left. You are dead in the center. Um, I'm going to... Um, yeah, I guess I don't really work with people, so this is okay. Um, everyone wait right here. Says what? I <laughs> am going to race out, um, hustle out, and I want to see if I can access the other side of that wall that's paneled up. Or am I prevented? Is there something in the way? Make a, uh, what do you mean? Um, so if there is nothing on the other side of that wall that is being hidden, then I should just see a wall on the other side. There should only be six feet now, or not six feet, there should only be about two to three feet of wall between me and my compatriots. But if there's a room on that end within the hallway on the other side, that means I would not be able to access it. I should technically be traveling parallel to my compatriots but I wouldn't be able to if there's a room blocking the way. Uh, maybe I, I understood describe... it as a T hallway. Yeah, the hallway is like a T. Okay. Uh, and, and it's like on one end of the top of the right. T, there is like all the way on one side, there is a Stairs. door of a stairwell with a keypad. And all the way on the other side, there's a wall. And at the mm-hmm. bottom of that wall, there's like a little metal panel in the, in the, in the wall. And when I... I'm on the outside. I obviously cannot access the file room because that's only accessible through the hallway. So I move around that. Is there anything right. beyond that? No. Interesting. Uh, there's just, just leads light to this wall that's got the metal panel in it, and that's it. Um, okay. You want to so examine the metal panel? or? Yes. Uh, I head back. Yeah. Pardon? Oh, you head back? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I head back into the hallway. Give me a laser's roll. Okay. Um, you can roll yeah, three. You're doing investigative work. Here we go. Love this game. Love this system. Uh, okay. Uh, and for lasers, I want to get above my number. Is that right? Or below? Uh, for lasers, you want to get below your number. Yeah. So that was a huge failure. I got a four, four, five. My number's two. 
just looks like a panel. You you know, there's you can't really discern any useful information. Nina, what do you think? What do you got? I don't know what it is, but something is hidden, is my guess. Well, I mean, lockpick tools. Take, take, me, me, mean, uh, Molly, take a crack at it? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't really pick these locks. I mean, the tools um, will, you know, help at least with whatever we do. We don't oh, have any- absolutely. At, at the end of the day, somebody had to build this in order to make a, a mechanized and digital lock. So at its core, there are things that can be taken apart. It's just when you, um, there are a lot of wires in there and there are some wires that might actually trip the security. So if I remove the panel and we don't have the right code, there's just, there's a lot more failure options than there are success options, Abigail. Okay, so how do you propose going about so... it? Um, carefully. Show me where. Show me. Show me where. You can be head surgeon. Let's do it. So you're going to work yeah. on the keypad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. taking it apart. Uh, we've got you, the lockpick tools. Give me a lasers roll. You can roll three. Can you I can assist? Ask a question about the stairwell. Uh, I've been trying to. Ooh, Ooh, yes, Kate, How I'm do we know it's Kate. a stairwell? Is it that there's a sign that leads us to believe it? There's a sign that says stairwell door, but also it's like... Okay, a, so what we have little, is that it says it's a stairwell. Yeah, there's a little window in it. You can see stairs beyond. Okay, okay. got it. That's the other piece. That's cool. important. No, that's, a, that's a good question, yeah. Can can um, can I assist with this, um, this uh, technical yeah. surgery? How do you want to assist? I uh, love that analog. I, yeah, I mean, like, the this is... Fine, no, no. I, I'm here as an extra set of hands, and oh, Abigail okay. does do surgery, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah so, surgery. So mm. she's, I mean, she's been, like, to be directed by to, like, hold this, move this, cut this for me, like, that kind of a thing. Yeah, that's just you use give, your me, give me a lasers roll. You can roll three. You want to get below your number. Oh my god, I rolled two fives and a four, so I got one on my number. <laughs> okay, all you need like, is one success. You get a question, but you can roll four, Molly. Ooh, uh, cool. You're rolling lasers, you want to roll beneath your number. What's your question, Abigail? Oh gosh, okay. Um, uh, Molly, do you want to roll? <laughs> you take a, you yeah. can do your yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah I Molly. Think, think very hard. Um, I got a good spread. Uh, five, three, two, one. So you also got your number and you got four successes, really three successes, you know, as most you can get. Um, but uh, yeah, so you are able to take apart uh, the security system, uh, sorry, the keypad, and uh, you find yourself uh, looking at, you know, just a mess of cables um, and you're trying to essentially just open the door. Yeah, I want to cut the cable that is going to open the door and not trick the security alarm. Okay. With that many or successes, you can definitely do it. Trap. Okay. Um, you you, you um, open it up and you hear like a kind of, you know, like a piston release, like a psh, and like the, the door kind of swings open. It is open. a beautifully pun situation. Um, uh, sorry, Caitlin, you are very excited. No, she was just 
shouting. Oh, that was reactionary. Yeah. Um, I do want to like, it's, it's like almost like one of those movie scenes, except like it's never really that intense in in person because like, it's just Molly like huddled over this tiny ass box that like you, you type in with your hand. Um, We've got Abigail behind her and it's like screwdriver. Um, other screwed. Oh, that's the the it's smaller the little, one, little one. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Thank. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, anything to act like scissors. We don't really. Um, this oh, one. This has a the the, the there's a, the sharp bit in the middle of this plier, so you could probably. And, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And, and you got it. It's open. <laughs> um, it, it clicks, and everything goes. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah. 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 Ooh. That was really good. That was really thank good. you. Yeah. Um. Uh. Can we? Uh. Just the high. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's a very awkward high five. Yes, yes. I think I was excited about it, anyways. Doctor on scientist high five. Um, and uh, yeah, and you walk into the stairwell, and uh, the stairs go up. Um, okay, we have to deal with the, these questions. Have to be related to before we move on from the scene, correct? It, yeah, if so, possible. Yeah. If, okay. if you don't use it in, like you know, on this page, you kind of lose your. Yeah, can we crowdsource? Does any? From um, other players, is that allowed? I don't super encourage it. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Unless um, you want queries about uh, a relative's dinner plans, I recommend not outsourcing it. That's fair. Mm, yes, that's fair. Um, okay, let's do. And from... is sending out for Thai food, so let's just get that one off the court table. Gosh, she really does love Thai. I love that she loves Thai, though. I mean, who who doesn't? Well, okay, I feel like I'm back. Does this system, like, from what we're seeing here in this, like, door, specifically this security system, is this something that seems like, I don't even know if this is useful or not, like, are we entering the locked space, or is this one of many, like, locked doors we're going to have to get through? Does it seem like we're headed towards... You would probably get the feeling there's a lot of security in this lab, yeah. Okay. I just, we weren't like at the final, like this wasn't like the stairs leading to where we were headed. This is just a rand, like a generic security door. How much time do we have left? No, it's not the stairs <laughs> leading to where we were Excellent. And uh, uh, okay, that's my question. Do I get a question? I think I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you rolled your number. Yeah, yeah. what's your question? Um, the security that the the uh, panel was associated with, is it a type of security uh, protocol perhaps that Molly is pretty familiar with and could handle with a little bit more ease going forward now that she knows what the platform is like what the 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 method i would like say, cisco in canada is like a pot okay go ahead yeah i mean yeah. I, I would say it's like you could say no but i, I, I mean, got like, ideas Mo- molly, molly is you know molly molly is the kind of person who sort of easily uh, understands alien technology and time mm-hmm. travel and stuff like that um these security systems, you know, you've never quite seen this one before, but you do feel like you are maybe learning about it with each new component that you encounter. Okay, you I already, I protocol. mean, right. Technically speaking, you already roll, you know, the highest you can roll with three die every time anyway. So, but, um, but yeah, I, I would say, you know, you, you think you're picking up stuff. Um, okay. The more you see, the more you will learn. Uh, okay. Thank and, you. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, it's a good question. And uh, you go up the stairs. And uh, yeah, yeah the stairs wind up a floor, and uh, you find yourself uh, at uh, the third floor, uh, which has a door. Uh, you go through the door. 
We should probably uh, test that knob mitts. first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's everybody feel? That's very. You touch it with your hand. Oh, <laughs> uh, you picked up a fork. I did pick up a fork. Uh, if, if I we, touch fork with my hand on fork and it's electric, yeah. then that is that, bad. That's bad. That's probably Toss not. Is there the another cost. solution using similar tools that might help? Um. <laughs> We can I, just throw the fork at yeah, the doorknob say, and see what happens. Can I just like happens. drop the? Can I just like go above the doorknob and drop the fork on the doorknob? See Molly, you're fork. a resident tech expert. You've probably worked with a lot of electricity. Will that work for us? <laughs> I believe so. I'm, I'm, Abigail, throw the fork. Don't. We. I want you to stand at least a foot away. Okay. I haven't done sports since I was in high school. Okay. Abigail, make a feelings roll. You can roll one since you haven't done sports since you were in high school. Yeah. I feel like cross country somehow, maybe. I feel volleyball Mm -hmm. and cross country both feel correct. Yeah. (laughs) Though I I could also, you could have told me she did like intramural field hockey in college and I would have believed it. (laughs) She did it for like a semester and then like uh, or ultimate first Yes, she did it for a semester and then got too busy, but she did it and enjoyed it. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, wait, am I, I'm rolling over, right? Le- yeah, yeah, feelings. No. You want to roll over your number? That's a wet. <laughs> you completely miss the doorknob. Okay, well, that was um, embarrassing huh. for all of us. Uh, anyone else want to give it a go? <laughs> you know, if... You wouldn't mind I have a, a separate notion that I might just give a try, and otherwise uh, we go back to uh, the old ring toss. Yeah, I will shamefully retrieve my fork real quick, and you do something smarter, please. Thank you. And she's going to go and get the fork and put hey, it on I, I don't know that I like the self-deprecation. That doesn't feel like it's uh, necessary, but I appreciate uh, the hype. If I put my ear nearby the doorknob, do <gasps> I hear a buzzing? If it's make, if it's uh, electrify if it's a live wire, I'll hear a buzz. Make a lasers roll. Yes, and roll yes, yes, yes. One die. All right, Let, I am one die, but I am all ears. <laughs> that okay? That's a four. Dang, not quite. Not today, kids. But you don't <laughs> hear anything. Well. You know oh, what, Pete? I was listening for a live wire and I didn't hear anything, so I think we're good to go. And Pete's gonna grab it. Yeah, ah! grab it. So, you know, yeah. And uh, nothing happens. It opens. There we go. Historically good at doors. This group. Nice. Okay, we are making progress. <laughs> Everybody, we are doing great. And as you say that, uh, you you walk through the door, and um, you. You suddenly hear um, a voice, like a a digital chime, and it says, intruders detected. And you look down at the floor, and you see that there's, you know, like a little light beam on this side of the door that you just tripped as as you were saying that we're doing good. Um, Oh. And the lights go out. And directly across from you, there is one, like, just like there was on the floor below, there's just a flat wall with a flat metal panel. And you hear the sound of metal scraping against metal. 
and the panel in the wall across from you opens up, just it lifts. And at first, nothing happens. But then you see two red eyes gleam out of the darkness and you hear growling as a robotic dog emerges from the panel in the wall. It looks like one of those like Boston robotics dogs, you know, that's going to like lead to Skynet and kill us all. But this one's got like sharp metal teeth. And it walks out into the hallway and looks at you for a moment. And then it begins to charge. What do you do? Okay. Um, <laughs> so in, in the instance that the, uh, if I may, uh, in the instance that the, 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 the blackness kind of took over and the lights uh, all went out, um, uh, Molly uh, um, kind of reaches out for a hand um, and Nina, if that's okay, mm -hmm. um, grabs your hand mm -hmm. before like the dog is revealed. And then like halfway through, she realizes it, tugs it away and then reaches into her shirt where she has stuffed like 20 to 50 of those yellow files with like a ridiculous amount of paper. And she's going to grab uh, as many as she can in one hand, uh, wrap them around her forearm, like just, it's like in her sleeve, I think she's got what was a nice blouse, um, only a couple of like oil marks on it. Um, so like jam the files in her sleeve sleeves and then kind of stand in front of the group to, for, to, to take the, to take that attack. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Molly. <laughs> make, so smart. That is so cool. Make. Oh, wow. What's a Schutzund roll? Is it laser or fearless? Yeah, it's like, is this jur jury rigging? You're like you're making I mean, you're crafting intent. It was utilizing yeah. Tools yeah, you're making. Have. Let's call it a lasers roll. Uh, you know, Thank because you. you are sort of essentially trying to like design uh, a protector for your arm using what's available to you. Um, Molly did volleyball, um, so she's got like a really good uh, spike. Really, really good. <laughs> Wrists, forearms. I don't know enough yeah. about volleyball. Yeah. She was great. They called her Volley Molly. Um, <laughs> That's so, really good. Yeah, I just made that up right now. Can you believe cool. it? Um, uh, so, uh, give me a laser roll. You can roll three. You want to roll beneath your number. Your number is five. Five, four, one. So that's three successes, and you get a question. Uh, I'm going to say is that you you kind of like look at the you know you know, the way the paper folds and its thickness and like, you know, how your, you know, your, your, your arm, like where, 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 where the parts that need protecting the I've most I've done are. it as a kid and, to fight other kids. Like it is a viable technique. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and you, you know, as quickly as possible, you kind of wrap, you only have, you don't have that much time here, but you know, it's like these file folders, let's say they have like a plastic outer shell and as you write a couple of them around you and the dog kind of springs through the air and you kind of put up your arm. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what, Give me a feelings roll. You can roll one die. Heck. Let's you go. You got this. Go, Molly. Four? Go. Four. Your number. Um, no, my number no. is five. Oh, it's number five? five. Oh, my gosh. You're so mean. Okay. So you hit the dog as it goes by. It doesn't oh. 
bite onto your arm. Uh, you are not able to kind of like stop it, essentially. But you are able to deflect it, and the dog kind of bounces off the walls, and you see it kind of slide around trying to get its bearings again. While it's doing that, what do the rest of you want to do? Can I take the disoriented moment? Um, where? Okay, so the, does it have... You, you can all do something in okay. the moment. We'll just say it all happens at once. But yeah, what do you want to do? Okay, does it that this bot have, like, any exposed gears? Like, um, you know, there'd be joints, like, either in the mouth or in, like, the legs, the back, like, somewhere, like, oh, where... Oh, plenty where? of them, yeah. Okay, I want to get... Like, I'm going to take out that fork <laughs> and I want to try to line it up so I can get it ex like exactly like while it's like scrambling. I want to run up to it and try to get the fork directly into one of those joints as like just narrowly slide in as far as I can. To okay, we're going to do works. this with two rolls. First, okay. I want you to make a lasers roll okay. to see if you can determine based on the dog where you want to okay. you know, find the joint, see where you think the fork will fit, the best place to hit it. Lasers roll. Um... You can roll, you know, I don't know how similar this would be, right? Like, you know, dog. let's say two. <laughs> let's say two, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have a dog, but it's not a robot dog. Did I do, but I know where all of the, I know where the shape of it is. Unless it is a robot it. dog. It is. Uh, oh, I know the general God. shape of a dog. Twist reveal. Twist, yeah. Well, I, I love dog regardless. I got a four and then a six, but that's done. But I got a four. You got a four. So that mm -hmm. is your number. Um, mm -hmm. So, Okay. You look at it, you see, yeah, it's got like kind of joints along the legs, uh, the way the head, where the head moves, you know, where the jaw moves. You figure probably taking out one of the legs uh, um, might be most effective. Um, now make a feelings roll okay. to see if you can get the fork into the legs. You can roll. I'm, I'm very loyal and I'm, I'm full of love. And you really are. I <laughs> Wild, passionate action. You're just stabbing this thing. Give me two. Okay, excellent. Okay. Um, two fives! Two fives. Uh, feelings roll, you want to roll above your number. That is two successes. <laughs> two successes. You oh. just kind of... And stab it right at its legs, you know, and yeah, I want to gum up amazingly. The, like, the, yeah, the fork grind sticks into the fork. inside as it like bounces off the wall because of what Molly did. You pounce on it, and 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 it, it kind of gets stuck. And you can see now that like one of its legs is stuck as it trying to gets onto the other three. And now it's kind of like you know, it sort of has this sort of like you know hobbled motion or or like limping kind of motion as like it can't move one of the legs, and and the other three do not seem to be designed to work, you know. In, in this not smooth manner. I'm just thinking um, of the forks in my like college dormitory that you put any amount of pressure on them, they bend. So <laughs> like, I just want this thing like coiled into that joint as it tries to right itself. <laughs> Pete, Nina, what are you doing? Nina, Pete, do you, you have a strong uh, sense of initiative toward any of this? Um, I have a plan. And on that, Nina's just going to turn and walk out. <laughs> Where do you go? Just like down the hall? To the break room. Uh, oh, so you're going back downstairs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. You run downstairs and head to the break room. Um, are you, are you, is there anything there you particularly want to do, or are you just hiding? No, I'm not hiding. Taking a break. <laughs> uh, you're just taking a break. 
No, no, no. Um, uh, I would assume that there that was a place that we saw a first aid kit. I imagine there would also be an emergency kit in case of emergencies um, that you just kind of like OSHA have to have around. Abigail uh, has which, the kit. Uh, the the has kit. Yeah, the uh, He's asking like, about something else. Yeah, um, like um, like an area that would have like a fire extinguisher and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Sure. Yeah, you can find a fire extinguisher and maybe some like basic like a flashlight or. Great. Know, I want to get the flashlight and I want to grab a mop. A mop. Yeah, you find a mop. It's in the corner of the break room, uh, and uh, and you grab that stuff and head back up. Pete, what are you doing? Oh gosh, well I'm not a, a man of action like uh, our our doctor uh, is here. Uh, I I did not do uh, whatever kind of sports led her to that fantastic uh, adventure, but. I was I was kind of puzzling it through in in my brain about uh, security systems, particularly you know sort of the sense we got about Perfecto. It, it's really such a shame, you know. You'd love to say that you're surprised, but but the thing is, when people are uh, acting in this kind of way, you as as we know that Perfecto did when you're hiding something, often. You will hide something. You will have the capacity within you to uh, put a nice face on it. You know, like uh, when you uh, go visit those in-laws for a holiday dinner or something, you know, you just, you mask it over. And so I was thinking about uh, how if if they were, uh, they had robots like that, surely someone came to visit. There's, There's a mode. They walked this lab down. What if city inspectors ever came? So, Oops, I think to myself, well, I'm a city employee. And I think about the most relevant agency that I've, I sort of, that comes to my mind. Stop. Department of Library Investigative Services. <laughs> um... Give me a feelings roll. You can roll. Uh, wow, this is hard to classify. You can roll, let's say, two. Thank you very much, friend. Two successes, one of which is my number. Okay, and you shout, Stop, Department of Library Investigative Services. And uh, the the metal dog sort of stops for a moment, and and you can hear like all sorts of you know bleeping and blooping, and like it is processing this. Meanwhile, what, what are you, what are you doing, Nina? You're you're coming back um, as as it is trying to figure out what to do about the library investigator. Um, you come running back up with a mop and a flashlight. Yep. Um, I uh, pull out the flashlight and I put it on strobe mode. Uh, the lights turned off when this thing entered in, which means it's probably using night vision or motion sensors to track us. Um, and if I'm not exactly the biggest pop culture enthusiast per se, but I definitely watch films um, inspired by uh, reporters and photographers. And there's a classic Hitchcock film, of course, uh, where a, uh, a strobing light was used uh, to stun uh, an attacker uh, to buy a little bit of time at least. So I'm going to go ahead and use that, and then I am going to throw the mop, uh, the hefty mop, over to Abigail. Um, as I saw it, the damage that a fork did, uh, I think a large chunk of wood 
uh, would definitely do uh, at least a little bit more. And I'm going to keep moving around this creature um, with the flashing lights as uh, when I hear it kind of like stop uh, when Pete talks, I cock my head and I go, oh, that's interesting. Oh, let's keep working with that. Make a lasers roll. You, you can roll one. You okay. want to roll over your uh, under your number. Your number is two. Yes. I rolled exactly two. I'm not kidding. I rolled exactly and, two on the pumpkin dice. And you start like flashing that thing, and, and you can see it's getting very confused now. And it just, uh, we have nothing but respect for the offices of library investigative services. What, where are you? What is, where are you? Blue, 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 Zeebelzork. And uh, it, it seems extremely confused. It, it can't move one of its legs. Uh, it, you know, it, it took that spill off of the walls and when Molly batted it, um, it, it's got these lights flashing in its eyes. It's very confused by the notion of library inspectors. Um, what are you doing with that mop? I chucked it over to Abigail. Yeah. Oh, right. Abigail, what are you doing with the mop? Um, if anything. I, I've been given, you know, a directive, so she's going to try to get in and get, uh, uh, now that it is, like, still and not seems to be going, I'm going to try to get it in a another um, uh, gear and just, like... Give me a feelings roll. You can roll two. I'm not a bit more, more, more precise because I've taken my time this one. <laughs> oh, we did have called shot rolls back in the day. <laughs> oh, That's did we? Okay. Yeah, the the precise attack tended to be a lasers. Huh. Uh, well, call. we're just going to roll with this for now. That's okay. <laughs> you, you would think I would remember anything of that show, uh, having GM seven hundred and fifty episodes of it. But strangely, I, um, five and a three, so five. Five and a three, so five. Um. You okay? That's one success. Um. So success at cost. You come down, hit the mop, and the mop hits uh, hits the robotic dog's like sensor that's like mounted to it. You know that maybe is you know kind of how it detects what's in the room. Yeah, and like the gear uh, and the yeah, like kind of. Yeah, and 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 uh, it, it it sort of like loses its ability to kind of discern what's going on, and, and, and it sort of uh, shuts down. But at the same time, like the She's mop. Going, I'm, like sorry. It, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You hit it so hard, the map mop bounces back up, and you hit yourself in the face. Uh, so uh, your your glasses break. No. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. okay. I, I, Abigail, are, are you okay? Oof. Do my pupils look even to you? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I got hit that hard. Okay. Uh, uh, we we need to move here. Take take. Um, take my hand. Okay. Is everybody else okay? Yeah, I'm perfectly fine, Pete. I'm, I'm doing, doing dandy. Uh, I hate to say physician heal thyself, but it does come to mind at the, at the moment. (sighs) Yeah, hi there, friend. Can we get, uh, you know, would you mind shining some of that flashlight? Uh, I turn it (laughs) off strobe, obviously. (laughs) Uh, I... Turn it over. Um, observation question, and then I'll have a follow-up question for the gym with my two. Um, how better uh, Abigail's glasses smashed up? Is it just a cracked in half? Um, yeah, like kind of broken in the middle. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, question yeah. for the GM. Yeah. Uh, we. Yeah. Never mind. 
actually, that answers it. You're right. We have the masking tape. Chekhov's masking tape. <laughs> we have the masking tape. We can make her better, stronger. Let's just lo- better lost stuff. these glasses back together. Um, <laughs> I, Abigail yeah. like reaches out and like with the light. She grabs the, grabs the flashlight and she like holds it out in front of like. And she goes, okay, okay. Somebody look at me and you need to tell me if they if they both react the same. Okay, okay. And she's gonna like put the, <laughs> the flashlight in her eyes and make somebody like tell her. <laughs> Who wants to try this? <laughs> Molly, give me a laser's roll. Uh, you can roll two, because this is biology, not necessarily technology. Okay, okay. I need to okay, yeah. keep your face okay. still. Come on, come on, okay. come on, come on. Oh, gosh. They should just, they should both get smaller when the light gets on them, and they should both move mm-hmm. about the same amount. Okay. 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 Um, I don't remember what this actually means at all, because I'm my brain just refuses to learn these very simple rules. <laughs> Uh, a get? six and a six and a two. All right, that's a single that? success. So um, you you, you think it looks all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, your eyes are beautiful. Um, no, your eyes are um, your eyes are uh, uh, healthy. Thank you. Oh. Oh, just me, or is like everyone macking on Abigail tonight? It's like, okay, Abigail's um, hot as shit. How can we? It's, not? it's going all sorts of directions right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot going on. Um, but like, no, we did post it up at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, where did my glasses go? Uh, I think uh, Nina was hanging on to those. I hand uh, back a uh, repaired pair of glasses. Oh, good. Oh, well, that was very resourceful. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. They have been repaired. Mm-hmm. Hey, little um, buddy. Sorry that didn't work out for you. Maybe we can just... Uh, Dang, I feel bad. You're just a marvel of invention, and I wish you'd been put toward a nobler purpose. Uh, you think uh, maybe you'd be able to make use of this little guy at some point, Molly? Mm. This is incredible. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've, I've seen anything cool. Well, I mean, I've seen, frankly. Um, but it doesn't matter for what, what we're seeing here in this very specific place. This is impressive. I didn't think they had the engineering. I, I know they have the computing skill, but wow. Um, I'm just going to take a couple pieces. Do we have like two minutes? Yeah. Well, a question Thank for the you. GM with my two. Where's the light switch? <laughs> um... Uh, so you find you, you you feel around and find a light switch on the wall yeah. in the hallway, and uh, you turn it on, and you yeah. see you know the hallway that you were in looks just like the one on the previous floor. And when you look down, you know the long part of the T, uh, it sort of also looks just like the the hallway downstairs. There are two doors in the middle, um, and uh, one on the left, one on the right. Button. Button. Who's got the button? Um, I wander towards the two doors. And um, while you're gathering up the materials, I am going to... uh, I'll head back over. Do you mind if I borrow this glove? Oh, the oven mitt. Yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. that's all yours. I'll head over and I'll open the door on the left. Door on the left. Uh, You open it up. And you find inside what looks like some sort of tech lab. Uh, You look around, it is filled with electronics equipment, computer parts, high-tech looking tools. Um, That's what you see. Great, I don't step in. (laughs) 
Um, and I head back over and I toss the glove to Pete. Would you like to see what's behind door number two? Uh, after fumbling it and picking it back up, uh, I, you know, just sort of like springing back up once you got it. Uh, sure, I'd be happy to. I'll uh, go and I'll see what I get in the mitt. Pete, you open up the door across from the technology lab and uh, you see rows of shelves filled with what almost looks like plastic videotape cases, kind of, you know, but larger. Um, all, the, all the cases are sort of white plastic with labels on them. If you, if you had to guess... Probably two and a half or three and a half inches, if I had to take an estimate based on the size of a SATA drive. Um, you would think maybe this is the software library. <laughs> yep. Cool, 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 cool. All right. You know, I think I found where uh, I was supposed to be for all this. This appears to be the programming library, but uh, quick check-in. How is everybody doing we found it? Oh, oh gosh. Mm. <laughs> we found it? Uh, we found uh, some piece of the puzzle. What do you find over there, Nina? This looks like a tech lab, uh, to the best of my knowledge, but I think uh, our good friend Molly would have a better idea as to the purposes and uh, products manufactured in here. Oh, yes, just give me, and like, there's like a, a, a metal scraping sound um, as Molly yanks out like the motherboard um, from <laughs> this. Really hurting me. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is incredible. Um, oh, I'm running out of space to hold things. Ooh, ow, that pokes. Okay, we're going to put you down gently. Um, if there yes. is not a robotic dog in another chassis with this motherboard by the end of the RPG, I swear to me. <laughs> I got ideas. <laughs> it would just it would just hurt me. Just robotic dog. I'm just having a robotic dog. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and then Molly's gonna go check out the uh, uh, the the, en the engineering room. What was it? Sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah, like a tech lab? a tech lab. Tech lab. Yeah, yeah, Molly, you see the same things that you know Nina saw. Um, essentially, high tech tools, parts of computers and electronics. Uh, you know. All the things you might find in your own lab or something like that. Just, you know, very advanced electronics workshop. Oh, this is great. Okay, okay. What? Do we have any energy? Let's see what kind of power we have. And I'm going to try and boot some stuff up. Anything? Yeah, it all seems to come on. This is stellar. Okay, wow, I wish I could document this. Um, uh, oh, where did Pete go? Pete, Pete, what do you have in the other room? Uh, stick my uh, head out the door there. Uh, I have a new system to learn. It is kind of the digital equivalent of our uh, filing room earlier. So it is a brand new adventure, uh, but along the same sort of theme. Do you think maybe Excellent. if you familiarized yourself with that lab, once I get this stuff, uh, we could get it loaded into what you've got over there. I don't know about all of you, but I think we probably should not hand this over without doing a little bit of sabotage first. And your, your lab right there seems like a good place to do it. Pete, I would kiss your forehead if you'd let me. <laughs> Thank you. This is... 
I'm really excited about this. I don't do a lot outside of quantity mechanics. Not that I don't want to, it's just, I really like this stuff. So this is, uh, thank you for being in a hostage situation with me, everyone. I, uh, I, I'm really grateful to have you here. Oh, well, Truly, yeah, just, the honor is mine. I, I really do seem to make friends in the just darndest of situations, huh? That's just, that's, yeah, that's kind of the, this makes sense somehow for me, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get to that. I can I can just hear it purring. I need to check this out. Nina, would you care to help me search? That sounds great. Uh, yeah, that's a thing I definitely have training in <laughs> and experience. I will go be extra set of hands for Molly again. Okay, Molly, what is it you're trying to do? Um, pretty much familiarize myself with the hardware here. What am I working with? What's what's the standard? What what can I expect? Um, if I need to say uh, insert a drive to access the data, what do I have the ability to do? Is like a Linux system? Am I just going in? Oh, I can't say that. Am I just? Is it just going to be basic? Give me uh, give me a lasers roll. You can roll three. Um. You want to roll beneath your number. Three, six, three. Okay, so that's two successes. Uh, so you are familiarizing yourself with the equipment in the lab. Um, across the hallway in the uh, software uh, library. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, it's rows and rows of stuff. Um, but we have the organizational system. Uh, we know that it was under Library of Congress, which... Uh, Personally, you know, I strongly prefer to Dewey Decimal. I know I'm not alone among my colleagues in that opinion, not not to make it too controversial, but you know. <laughs> Pete, make a lasers roll. You can roll three because this is like library sciences. These are library, it's sciences and library and library sciences. It's just the best. Uh, but I will be uh, gently uh, investigating my own Nina. It's just... <sighs> I heard you say that not all is well at the newsroom, and I think, I don't, I hate to have put PR1 on a pedestal, but I think I was kind of hoping that uh, things were going smoother there. What's, is everything, is it uh, grimmer there than I thought? I try to be one of the viewers like you, I don't know if that's adding to the stress, but uh, what's going on over there? Uh, Nina narrows her eyes, and, uh, there's like a softness that sort of like slowly develops in her shoulders as she looks down um, and doesn't say anything for a bit and looks up and goes, I have no idea how to talk with you. That's never happened before. Well, gosh, you're doing a pretty good job so far. We're just kind of getting to know each other. Why, what, what makes you say that? You are the most genuine person I've ever spoken with. And my skill set is strictly in catching people in their lies and their deceits. You legitimately have nothing to hide. You know, it's very kind of you to say, and I do try to live my life in, in such a way. Oh, God, I thought it was going to be this one. It wasn't. Put another, <laughs> put another drive down. But did you roll your library? Yes, today? I did. I did. I have the roll right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's it's two successes, so I'll eventually find it. Um, 
but I, it's just, I, it, hmm? uh, it's just that I think there's Morty, certainly the newscasts I've seen of your reportage, than purely catching lies, it's finding some angle that I wouldn't have thought of before I, I watched your stuff, and that's not just lies, is it? I rarely feel emotions is probably the best way to put it outside of um, facetiousness. So this is a rare experience for me. Thank you. Well, thank you thank very you much. From Nina Harmon is a heck of an <gasps> a heck of an honor, and you must be a good luck charm because I think this is the drive. Yeah. You, um, you, you, as you're having that conversation, you're, you're making your way <laughs> through the sections and, and you're, you're guessing everything is organized by the Library of uh, Congress classification system and you find the software codes that start with R and you guess they're related to medical programs and the ones that start with P are language translation programs and the ones that start with S are probably related to agriculture in some way. And then you get to the ones that start with TA, which is the Library of Congress code for civil engineering. And once you find that, it doesn't take you long to find a case that is uh, labeled TA, uh, TA with a long string of numbers after it. And when you open it up and explore its side, you find it labeled as coin. All right, this is money. I get it. Oh, because of coin. That's very funny. That's very funny. Uh, and Nina it's too dark out. for you to see. I'm blushing, but I am, Nina. Just... <laughs> uh, Nina will stroll into the tech lab and go, well, uh, our uh, uh, fabled librarian, uh, brilliant genius, uh, uncovered the mystery and, uh, and found coin. Heck yes. Way to go. Okay, let's bring it all together. Mm-hmm. We want to make a copy of this, and uh, whatever we're going to send back to them, I think this file is going to function, but effectively have no real data. We're just going to put a front up and uh, see how long it takes them to notice. In my skeleton? You got it. Broadcast their location? (laughs) Molly, make a lasers roll. You can roll three. Can any of us be of any assistance? I have been on the beat um, for a very long time. Uh, is there a chance that there's a story in uh, my history of someone doing this? Um, someone doing this? This is a yeah. pretty hyper-specific task. Uh, using, modifying and you know, highly advanced. Abigail, good ways to entrap criminals kind of thing? That's the angle. It is a lie. Okay, <laughs> Let's say you can suggest some 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 modifications, like along the lines of like what Helping Pete said, craft you know, like, you know mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like uh, give up their location and things like that. Make a make a lasers roll. Uh, you can roll one die. You want to roll uh, beneath your number. Okay. Well, we'll see how much this does for you, Molly. I rolled a three. Sorry, Molly. You can <laughs> roll three. You want to make a lasers roll? You can also roll. Uh, uh, you want to roll beneath your number? Yeah, I'll believe in you. Those, mm, 
those were ideas, Nina. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, maybe every couple seconds it pops up with like a password, needs a password or something. Um, sh- thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Fill oh, it with no. malware. Just get, <laughs> yeah. Advertisements. Maybe yeah. some pop-ups. <laughs> Trojan horse in there. Needs <laughs> what enlarged? Do you remember line no, one? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, two fives and a four? I can't remember. Okay, that. so that is three successes and two questions. Woo! Um, so, yeah, Incredible. you make all the modifications you want. You essentially wipe out all the meaningful data. It appears to I work. And if it. operated, yeah, it will, it on it, it, it'll give away their location to the authorities. Like, if they try and operate it, it will immediately contact authorities with their location, and you get a copy of it. Um, now that it's done... What do you want to do? Um, well, I got two questions as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you I guess this, yeah. Is there anything like tech wise that would be worth it to bring back to my lab? Ooh. I got access to a lot of stuff, but I'm always up for upgrades. Well, uh, if you want, I could say you scavenge for whatever, you know, if there's anything useful in here that you can carry. Okay, um, Abigail, can you grab this? I'm oh, so sorry. I, I don't oh, mean to put your hand. You that's do. fine. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. This this piece is incredibly rare. Do you know what they have to mine to acquire this? I do. I almost feel bad for taking it. I'll, I'll tell you, you sure? more if you wanna. Yeah. I would yeah. Okay. Pile it on. It's just that around the room, <laughs> puttering around as we go like follows. <laughs> Question the second. Uh any incriminating files that I should maybe copy over to the drive that I'm keeping myself. Oh, just, the really, just the really juicy stuff that work well in court. <laughs> you know. Um, say that like Pete can maybe show you some of the other stuff he discovered while he was exploring the software library uh, that looked like it might have incriminating facts about Perfecto uh, and Let's say you, you take some of those records with you as well. I can tell you work in tech, you have a good sense of the 321 backup system. Anytime I'm in archiving, I love that. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, I could talk for days about backup systems. It's never you should come to the library and do that. We would love to have you speak. You would be a great influence. I haven't stepped foot in the library in years. It wouldn't be like, I, I might have some uh, uh, some balances due from like, 15 years ago. Is that, is that awkward? I'm sorry. No, that is a lot of people get anxiety about that. Let that become a reason not to come to the library. But on behalf of the library, let me tell you, we want you there. We will find huh. a way to get you back because the important thing is to be there and to embrace the experience and the books and just the love of learning, which comes off of you in waves. And if we could communicate even a fraction of that to some of our other patrons, I think you'd be doing even greater things than you're doing already out there in the world and that you'll be doing out there as CEO of Quatica. I would be honored, um, but not, not to pressure anybody, but I, I would love to get, to get going. Yeah, I there are still uh, quite a few people downstairs who need us to come yeah. with this. We gotta get back to your brought, dog. That's yeah, dog being one of them. I'm sure he's being very brave. Here we go. <laughs> you make your way back down the stairs to the hole uh, in the floor and climb down the ladder and find Mr. Fall waiting for you. And he says, uh, "So, do you have my program?" 
Mm-hmm. We have what you want. I don't feel comfortable handing this over. I'll tell you that right now. I'm sure you'll get over it. The agreement, of course, is that you get this and everyone is released. Is that right? Yes, that is the agreement. And I always honor my agreements. Isn't that right, Miss Spring? What does she say? Oh, (laughs) yeah. Um, Uh, We'd like you to let everyone else go first. Keep us behind. I'll hold on to this. We're not going anywhere. Let everybody else go first. Make a, a feelings roll, Abigail. Oh, you can roll over. Oh gosh, uh, you thank you, roll, Abigail. Um, over your number, you could roll. Uh, you can roll one. Do I get? <laughs> do I get any assistance? I, from my I would like to help um, yeah. with that, even though it doesn't make for a good story. The talk with Pete instilled a greater sense of purpose outside of just career chasing and actually the idea of being part of the community and the fact that Nina is kind of like, like at least a reverberation of the heartbeat of the city of Port Ruby. I think that Nina would just kind of like drop that cold journalistic integrity for a second and just say, they should go. We will make sure it is quiet and we will make sure they are escorted far from here so that you all can make an escape and that everyone gets out of here unharmed. Make a, a feelings roll. You want to roll over your number, you can roll three. <laughs> that's a good help. Uh, I've got a four, a three, and a one. Okay, so that's a success. You can roll two now, Abigail. Okay. You've got this, Doctor. <laughs> That's a six. Uh, wait, you, you can roll two. You yeah, the three. There's a failure. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. So he says, um, Miss Spring, uh, release the rest of the hostages. And uh, she's like, are you sure? And he's like, just listen to me. She's like, you're the boss. Uh, And he's like, but, and then he whispers something in her ear. And she walks into the conference room. And a minute later, you see the hostages all file out. And she takes them to the door and tells the security guards to let them out. But she comes back with dog in tow. And she's holding the gun on the back of dog's head. Okay, well, that's just un- un- unnecessary. Uncalled for. We have your drive. What is this? And I will take that drive now. We were always going to give it to you. Come on. Well, then Where's the logic? Be okay. I find force trumps logic. It and certainly he- has in your case, I'm afraid, sir. And he takes the drive uh, from your hand. uh, And he shoves Dog over towards Abigail. And she'll drop down to, like, comfort. That was scary for him. And and Dog starts licking your face. So now what? (sighs) Well, 
now I would assume um, I can let most of you go, and I'll just have to keep one of you as a hostage until I make my escape. Uh, so who's going to stay behind? I you will. Can- I'll do it. We're all going to volunteer for that. What? No, Kate, no, you, yes. Abigail, you have dog to live for. Nina, you are such an incredibly talented reporter. Port Ruby will not be the same without you. And Pete, I can't even believe that there is such a light in the world that exists like you. You are the most unique and just incredibly beautifully lit person. I can't, we cannot lose you. Abigail stands up and says, don't you dare compare your life to any of ours or and, and, insinuate in any way that you're worthless. Mr. Mr. Fall like fires a shot into the ceiling. Enough. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, he, he says, um, all right, Miss Spring, I'm going to take these hostages and go. And I will meet you back at the hideout after you're done dealing with our associates. And uh, she's like, Wait a minute, I don't get to go with you? And he's like, um, what's the matter? Don't you trust me? And they're kind of staring each other down. Abigail kind of looks over at Nina, like, you had a, yeah, this was your, now's the time, Nina. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why he's doing this? And Nina turns. There's always an angle, uh, and it's never as obtuse as, I just want to be the villain of a city. You do know that it's personal, right, Miss Spring? Make a feelings roll. You can roll two. Okay. We do have uh, knowledge that they don't know we have, which I yeah, we know yeah. you're here. Yeah, like you said, like it is you personal. Personal yeah. file. I want to see if this pings off of her. I want to see what mm-hmm. her reaction is in terms of turning that screw a little bit. I got one success. I got a one and a three. And uh, she says to Falls, uh, "What's she talking about?" And Falls like, "Don't listen to her. She doesn't know anything about us." About. Us. Uh, no, uh, we do know about him, of course. Uh, the fact that he's returning back to the scene of the crime is incredibly incriminating. Uh, Miss Spring, you operated this maneuver quite ardently. Um, I'm surprised that you would work with someone. So, uh, Pete, would you? I'm lost for words. I usually have an editor work on this amateurish, uh, cartoonish, <laughs> foolish. I'm well, clearly, Miss Spring is a professional in uh, her own field in her own right. Look how smoothly this side of things worked out. Uh, mm-hmm. They have the drive procured and unfortunately was off the backs of the own hostages, which once again, I would like to express my resentment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you say, this was emotional for Mr. Bent- <clears throat> Mr. Fall. Sorry and about that, yeah. It's, I really, I hope for your sake, Spring, that it doesn't get uh, out of hand or that he wouldn't act unprofessionally in contrast to you. Yeah, you I just wanted to get three. Yeah, yeah okay. Is Nina helping in this? Because this is what she set up. Oh, 100%. Okay, Nina, make a feelings roll. You can roll. I mean, honestly, I would never 
attempt this level of duplicity without uh, inspiration from Nina Harmon. <laughs> uh, I got a two and a five. Okay, uh, you can roll four, Pete. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, let's see. Uh, how? Count them bones. Uh, it was feelings roll, so that's two successes, because two, two, five, three. So one of which is my number. Yeah, um, I, I think we're, we're done with questions probably for this point, but like, um, uh, you know, you, you seem to have prevailed on spring. She kind of nods along with you and she's like, you know, he makes a good point. I think I'll take that drive. And, and fall puts up his gun and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, you know, she's like what I should have done in the beginning. And they both point their guns at each other and boom, pull the triggers and they fire at each other. And Spring goes down on the floor, shot in the shoulder. Fall takes the bullet right in his arm and he grabs his arm and takes the drive and he looks around and he just runs and goes down the hallway and you see him go out the door with it. Oh, Abigail is immediately triage mode, dropped to her knees, pulling out the med kit and is going to try to stop well see how bad damage is and can she stop the blood flow like she has a tiny little like under the sink med kit but she's gonna try conference room whatever we can do yeah to keep things moving on do this in one roll give me like a um give me give me a lasers roll you can roll three because this is your specialty uh that's two two three so three successes three successes um you are able to stabilize her that's why you and, shouldn't and, have guns. I don't think anybody should be having guns, and especially at business uh -huh. meetings. Tensions were really high today. That was kind of ridiculous. I'm Jesus. Jeepers <laughs> creepers trying to like get her, just chat, chat like chat, talking overwhelmingly at this woman who's probably like shh, in pain and annoyed. Right. And, and, um, and cell phones are usable again. Um. Yeah. Maybe. I, I'm going to narrate you out at this point. Okay. We're, thank we're, you. We're, we're way over, but like. Uh, I say, um, with Fall gone, the rest of his uh, henchmen also kind of flee the scene. Um, and uh, you are able to call uh, the Department of Safety, Department of Investigation, uh, Department of Safety people show up. Uh, they take Miss um, Spring uh, in, and the three henchmen that were passed out in the Perfecto Lab into custody. Uh, and um, as things are, 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 are sort of playing out. Um, Molly, uh, Andre uh, comes running up to you and he's just like, oh my God, I, I heard about all about the, the Department of Safety told me what happened. This is incredible, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a hero. Forget that paperwork, loan approved. Oh no, I'll sign, I'll sign it. Please, please let me sign something, <laughs> Andre. Uh, we'll, we'll take care of that, but it, it trust me, it, <laughs> Just a formality. You, you, you <laughs> we're, the bank will be happy to loan you as much as you are going to need. Uh, uh, thank you so much, thank Molly. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <clears throat> and she tries to like square her shoulders, like CEO style. Like, and Nina I'm gives like boss. a very vehement nod, like to this. Just like a real quick, like. And and Nina, <laughs> as you're nodding, your cameraman uh, finally shows up uh, and uh, comes up, and he's just like, oh, "We we've got to get this live. Are are you ready to go live?" Dewey hit record, and uh, Dewey hits uh, record, and uh, 
puts the camera on you. We are here live at what was just a tense hostage situation. And I start to relay um, all the facts, including breaking uh, who the suspect is. Yeah. And you, you, you roll into your report and I'm going to say that that report just plays like on PR one for the rest of the day, it becomes huge news. Um, and I want to make a big point of interviewing these three specifically about how, uh, while there are folks who fly in the sky, um, and you know, blast lasers and can shoot lightning today, these three using their minds and their hearts were the heroes of poor Ruby. And, and, and this story, you know, it just warms hearts throughout Port Ruby. And uh, uh, Pete, Kevin, the security guard, comes running up to you with a box full of books. And he's like, I found it. Somebody put it in the coat closet. Oh, what, my goodness. Everything that's going on and you still fought to think about <laughs> our Well, it was drive. the least I could do, literally. Oh. But, uh, no, I, I appreciate it. I'm going to get these right over tomorrowly and oh kevin can i be honest with you i wish you would be i'm gonna go right back to sleep after that i am a night shift librarian and i am tired well you let me know if they're uh, hiring security guards over at the library because this bank gig is uh, getting a little high pressure for me love to see you uh every night take care and uh enjoy the rest of your series you know what? I'll come visit you at the library and let you know how it goes. And uh, Abigail uh, Robert Snow walks over to you and he says, um, uh, "Miss Fripp, we're incredibly grateful. Uh, we still need to finish your business. Um, yes. I never got a chance to explain, but your father has made you and your mother the beneficiary of several accounts he had with us. The exact figures are in the paperwork, but each of you stands to individually benefit to the tune of." Several hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, oh, wow. Um, okay, that's... And despite what happened here today, we hope you will keep banking with new connection. <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't your fault. I don't, that was not... It wasn't even about the bank, so, you know, you're good, technically. Was, hmm. And as we begin to pull back, is there anything, any last anything anybody wants to do? <laughs> Um, after Abigail, uh, learns that information, um, I, like, what, how, how quiet was Mr. Snow being? I feel like this is all kind of... Well, let's like, say you could have overheard a little bit if you wanted to. Yes, okay. Um, and yeah, Molly's gonna kind of, like, uh, 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 saunter over. <clears throat> so, uh, couldn't help but overhear that, uh, you're basically super rich. And before you think this is a judgment statement... The bank basically just offered me unlimited money. Uh, wow. Do you do you want to get like a really really fancy lunch? Oh, absolutely! I am so hungry. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, um, hostage situation uh, and, and, and it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. Famished. Yeah. I just want somebody to basically feed me. I just want to lay, sit back. But yeah, let's... Um, I mean, to, to be fair, the money has been in my family for my my dad was very... Um, oh. Uh, uh, very liked the high, high classy stuff from time to time. So I could, I could probably you know, find, find one that he had mentioned at some point when I was listening. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you... That's really cool. Um, don't, don't judge me if I don't know what utensil to use. I'll, I'll just... 
I forgot all of it on purpose. Cool, cool, cool. As the two of you head down the sidewalk uh, looking for a place to eat, I don't know, I'd like to imagine Pete Alameda watching you walk away goes, I love this town! And then we cut to black. Um, and we're going to call this one done. Oh my God, this game was incredible. Oh wow, this was directions that I enjoyed. <laughs> we, I mean, what an undertaking in terms of uh, hopping into characters we hadn't even discussed uh, amongst each other and, and finding them in the moment. Uh, and, and, and cracking through. That was great. Thank you for my journey trying to figure out Molly. That was. <laughs> I love where you oh, arrived. It was great. I appreciate it. Good we're job, everybody. Incredible. <laughs> I, 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 we have a breath of fresh air. This kind of was. I mean, you know, it's like it I love you all fun. in your normal characters, but like this was just. This was mind blowing. Um, <laughs> I simply love to be stressed out in character. I think it's just fun. <laughs> it's just exciting. <laughs> So that's real the part quick. of you that's being projected. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's I'll like let... my angsty, un, un, oof, unsettling energy. That's a lot of B. <laughs> I don't know how to settle down. Pete is entirely fabrication for Sam. There's not <laughs> none of this is there. No, no. I don't know. There's a lot either. of kindness in Pete that I feel. We both speak English. No, well, they say right. that, but this is this is the real Sam Glove. Um, so go around the table, tell the good people where uh, they can find you. Um, starting with uh, B. Zelda. Hey, y'all. B. Zelda here. You're done, binary busy bee. Ow, I have a lot of hair sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, I do stuff. Uh, when is this airing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is on Sunday. Uh, but today is, well, you know, is airing on Sunday. Yeah, I just don't know what to talk about. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> At the underscore Zelda, I'm a podcaster streamer. Um, I could be the community manager of D&D Adventures League still. Who knows? Maybe not by by now. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin Bruder. <laughs> Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. And I have been pretending to be Kristen Bell. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR for all of my things. And check out... Uh, uh, at Stonehouses Cast on Twitter, and uh, you can find our podcast, Stonehouses and Amateur Guide to Fiction, Fable Folklore, wherever podcasts uh, hang out. Um, it's just a, a chatty, chatty uh, show about things we learned about specific folklore things. And we currently have uh, an episode about sentient trees and dragons that are out. First episodes we've put out in like two years. So go do that. I love it. It's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. So, <laughs> Omar, ice cream, pizza, and a job. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Omar Najam. When I'm not listening to you, Caitlin's podcast or enjoying the art that's sent to me through Caitlin's coffee, uh, I am hanging out on Twitter at Omar Najam. And other than that, uh, I'm just trying my best uh, to do a character that I thought would be a Sam DeLeff character and really lean into that intelligence. And after this, uh, I got to take a little break, uh, drink some hot cocoa because that brain energy, man, I don't know how you do it, Sam. <laughs> not as well as you. My goodness, that was... <laughs> Smooth as glass. Sam DeLeff. Goodness gracious, I do find myself Sam DeLeff this evening uh, when not Pete Alameda. And you can find all versions of me throughout the Twitchernet. The schedule for whom I will be is established on twitch.tv slash D-E-L-E-V. 
L-Y. Uh, when this is airing, I did my stream anniversary yesterday, uh, my second year on aforementioned twitch.tv slash delevely. But as you are watching this, uh, the link for donations uh, to that fundraising stream for Rainbow Railroad, in fact, much like this channel, is still open. And, uh, you know, uh, Every system will take a cut, but it's a pretty good way to uh, circumvent any cut from Daddy Bezos. So please consider also donating through uh, that link. That's going to be up all the way uh, through this weekend. Uh, again, Rainbow Railroad, an international organization uh, helping LGBTQIA folk uh, facing persecution and violence around the world. Never more important than now. Uh, so please go check that out. Thanks so much. This was just the most delightful game. I am sorry I had to rush us through some of this because I could have watched you inhabit these characters for like six hours. You know, I could we I could have sat have here taken all night. Six hours, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I could have just sat here watching like an audience member. It's it, it's it's the best. I, I want to do like a, a whole different series just about these four characters now. It's like, um, don't worry, Pete would have had to have gotten the basket of cell phones and. Hopefully we all just got everyone's number into our phones now, and, and maybe uh -huh. we can have a little group text of our own. Yeah. The hostages, ex-hostages group chat? Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> Did Nina pick that names? name? <laughs> I'm Rick Based Bud, on the immediate agreeal, yes. <laughs> I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG. Um, I will be back here next week with these four incredible people back in their regular characters uh, for what is the anti-penultimate episode of Power Play. Uh, so only three more to go. Uh, and uh, on that, the theater goes dark. And we are in Preston Haynes campaign headquarters in Avalon in the present day. It is night, but the campaign office is still pretty busy. Preston Haynes, played by Sam Rockwell, sits behind his desk as campaign staffers compete for his attention. One of them is trying to get him to sign off on new posters. Another is rattling off polling data. Another is showing him clothing options for an appearance he has to make. And uh, at that moment, the door of the suite quietly opens and Leon Neal, played by Cal Penn, enters with several uniformed officers of the Department of Safety. They walk towards Haynes' desk, and Haynes takes notes, takes note of them and waves his staff off. And Haynes says, uh, can I help you? And Neil says, uh, I'm Captain Leon Neal of the Department of Investigation. I'd like to ask you a few questions about a guy named Ronald Knowles, also known as Tony Greaves. And Haynes raises an eyebrow and says, and if I don't want to answer your questions? And Leon Neal says, well, that's why I asked these officers from the Department of Safety to accompany me here today. Uh, if you won't cooperate, they will have to place you under arrest. And you don't want that, do you? And Haynes says, interesting. And then he holds out his hands and says, do what you have to do, Captain. And Leon Neal nods to the officers and they step towards Haynes, put him in cuffs and Begin to read him his Miranda rights. Preston Haynes, you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. And as they continue with his warnings and his whole staff looks on silently, Leon Neal and the officers of the Department and Safety lead a smiling Preston Haynes out of the room 
as we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Rick. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do. Thank you.